She's like, right. I don't give a shit. I just yeah. want people to come in well, here. That's right. not the word. The, the Mahal's Mayhaws, I, I get that. I just found out recently that Rozzy's is Rosie's. That, that really ruined my time in Lincoln. Wait, R-O-Z-Y-S? The one down here. The Where wine store? Yeah. Bullshit. Who told us that, Carissa? Uh, ben and Julia. Yeah, Ben and Julia. Ben and Julia. I've met Ben and Julia. Yeah. I think they're lying. How old are they? Uh, they are th- He called the owner? Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> no. He called the owner to so ask. And it's called Rosie's? The owner. Yes. It's Damn. not Rosie's. Yeah. How long have you been going there? I've been, I've been in Lakewood since I was six. It was always <laughs> fucking Rosie's. I'm 48. Almost 49. It's yeah. always been Rosie's. 42 years. Yeah. I think I've said Rosie's to the people that work there. and They were just like, fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. Next thing you know, someone's going to tell me it's Baron Stain Bears. <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. Oh, it is, though. It is, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You think it was the Berenstein Bears? I still think I still go back. I'm like Baron. I don't even care. Berenstein, Berenstein, the the wild things or whatever. I don't care. The wild things. The where where the wild things are. It's same thing. It's all the same thing. Well, I guess as we're. Can you actually pronounce your last name for me? Oh, it's Vita. Vita. Yeah. Okay. Vita. The speaking the of multiple things that are, A's is very very throwing. Definitely <laughs> definitely mispronounced my whole life as well. Vita. Okay. <laughs> That is understandable, though. I mean, the Rosie's Rosie's thing? Fuck, you're just being difficult. There's a Z. Yeah. Yeah, you're just being difficult. That is And it's Rosie's. Yeah, yeah, it's Rosie's. Rosie's. Yeah, you know what you could have done? Rosie's. Spell it Rosie's. <laughs> Rosé's. God. It's like, they're, are they like a wine store that wraps? Yeah. They put a Z in there? That's it fine. should have been two Z's then. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Do they also yeah. sell G-Star pants? <laughs> no. They do. Uh, if you go into the back room, past the back oh, okay. room. Yeah, you yeah. got to know G-Star. a guy. You got to go in there and be like, looking for them G-Stars. They sell G-Star and also those like Looney Tunes from 2005 uh, <laughs> shirts with like a grill and everything. <laughs> Big Tasmanian double. Yeah, and we could all wear it to Cedar Point. <laughs> I have, I have found out. Guy. Yeah, I have found out facts in my life that I was like, wow, I had no idea. For some reason, that one hurt. That one hurt bad. Well, it's just, it's, it's odd. I'm just gonna say it's odd. It is odd. It totally. is very odd. Wow, yeah. I can't believe they just do that. I'm, I'm glad Ben and Julia called them to clarify. Actually, yeah, Bean and Julia. Bean and Julia. <laughs> Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got changed. Yeah. Yeah. Gene, the A silent. Also, the J in my name is silent. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just, it's O. Oh. But you got to hang on to it's it, actually, though. Oh, oh, Budden. Oh. <laughs> Your last name is Budden I now, have to too. get rid of this gum. It's um, driving me crazy. Where can I put it? Um, just under the chair. Is that cool? Just, yeah. just stick it to Rudy. <laughs> yeah, stick it to give it to the dog. Rudy. I'm oh, glad yeah. you don't swallow your gum. Because I, I, I'm going to say put it right here because it's like. It's sugar-free, and this is like, looks like a sticker. <laughs> it so is a sticker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, can... I'm I'm glad you didn't swallow it because I have the fear of swallowing my gum still. For I don't know if it's true. Because seven years. Yeah, seven years. Yeah, which true. I I know it's not true. I've right. known it's not true, but for some reason, Why even just the up, swallowing it, I, I feel like I get Catholic guilt for like knowing like even though I'm like think, no, it's not real. I but... think a lot of medical facts have derived from Catholic guilt. Yeah. I, I know, do. but like, what? Why though? Why would people... why would anybody go instead of spitting out your gum, or instead of like swallowing you're gonna spit it out? But like, instead of sp- swallowing it, you're gonna it's gonna be in your belly for seven years. Like, why would anybody make that up? 
I think a lot of people made stuff up in like the 60s and 70s to scare but future generations. But not don't smoke or drink while you're pregnant. Yeah. Okay. I just want to <laughs> yeah. be clear. I don't know where they the bar is. They could have, but just no one made that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, I'm not going to make that up. I, I mean, my love mom that. smoked and drank yeah. uh, the whole time she was pregnant with me, and I feel I'm okay. And the, the we, sh- were watching, uh, we were watching. Uh, <laughs> did she ever tell you not to swallow your gum? No. Okay. That she came never up, really told no, me that came to up do early anything. for me. And this, this <laughs> was like when I came up. She there, tried there, yeah. to do shit like that. Like, don't sit too close to the television. I'm just like, and then she, I mean, like, she dropped it immediately. She had, like, she she gave up. It's like Don't sit too close instantly. to the TV. Don't sit too close to the TV. Don't talk to strangers. I've talked to so many strangers. Yeah, my whole life is talking to strangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian's livelihood is meeting and engaging with people he's never met before. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you, talking oh. to strangers? Oh, uh, like as a comic or just in real life? In general. Uh, I actually did have a. I was remembering this from a couple uh, a couple weeks ago. I remembered this. I almost got abducted. I think when I was like eight or nine, because I remember I was outside my front yard, and my my parents were very close with my neighbors. Like my neighbors would come over for Uno night. And like they were like they were like kind of second parents like they would always you know like they were too involved in a good way I appreciate them got it but uh, so uh, this guy this guy was in this truck and he was like I need some directions no nope. to where and I was like excuse Adults me need, don't need directions from kids exactly and I was like I was like, I listen to enough podcasts <laughs> as, as an eight year old I was like this guy just wants to get from point A to point B He's let me help find his puppy so, so I'm like I can't hear you. And he's like whispering. I was, I can't hear you. And he's getting real. And then I'm getting real close to the car. And all of a sudden, a neighbor goes, "No, no!" And like starts like running. And this is like a four, like a four foot nine woman, who you know, uh, she's she's tall. She's, she's short. Got a stick in her she's hand. Short in, short in height, but big in attitude. Yeah. She's like, "No, no, Brian, get over here." And she's not mad at me, but she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And the guy's like, "I'm sorry, I just went to go ask for direction." And she goes, "You gonna ask direction from an eight year old?" Yeah, he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know like what two streets down is. And I was See, like, "Hey, Rose, yeah. I'm offended." But also, then yeah, I start realizing yeah. he might have been a pedophile or a kidnapper. For sure. Yeah. For sure. That's what they start teaching kids. You would, like, don't. You would have been his little snack for yeah. mm-hmm. many days. It's identifying <laughs> idiots. Like you should teach your kid, don't talk to strangers. That's not going to sink in. Apparently, tell them yeah. don't talk to idiots. Yeah. And then you be like. That kid, like you as a child, like if like if there's an eight year old, the parents should teach that kid to be like, if that adult doesn't know how to get around, just call him an idiot and walk away. You can't help him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially if that happens now. Yeah. Some kid will look at them like, use your phone, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I could go back in time, what I would do is I would be, I would let, I would, I would like secretly like tell Rose that the neighbor would be like, hey, just let let me get in, and I would get, and then like me now would get in the other way. I'd be like, you gonna fuck with kids, motherfucker, and I beat the guy up, and I'm like, hey, I'm you from the future. I so just there'd saved be two you. of you yeah. in the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I would yeah. tell little me, I'd be like, dude, I'm you from the future. I just saved your life. Do you think little you would see you from the future and be super fucking bummed? He, <laughs> no, no. I, I, little me from the future hey. would be proud of you. Do you think that might be the bigger problem? I don't think so. Little me. What from are the, you doing? Little now? me. If I was, if I told little me from the future, hey, I'm happy. Life could be better, but I'm happy. I'd be like, okay, okay. I'm just gonna go play hockey tomorrow. I don't care. I think uh, it'd be fine. I, I think, think if 20-year-old Joe saw 44-year-old Joe, he'd be like, I got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm sorry, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Besides your wife, everything else is bad, but That's your wife is cool. That's the only thing I have going for me right now. <laughs> the only thing I have going for me is our, our, our disparity and attractiveness when we go outside. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, 
is he rich? I don't. And then my wife's like, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> he's not rich. Are those real Yeezus? <laughs> no, they're not. They are knockoffs. <laughs> I found them on some Chinese website. Yeah. I almost bought some. <laughs> for like $40. <laughs> they look 40? real. Oh, yeah. That's expensive for Chinese stuff. Not for, for Yeezys. Oh, oh, Yeezys. Yeah. They're fake Yeezys. Fake. Super. They're fake Yeezys. They're fake Yeezys. They are still yeah, the most comfortable fakesies. shoes I own. I would wear them to work. I just work. got these, and I'm super loving them. Those are cool. Well, yeah, but you're, yeah, but you, mm. it's got to be important for you to have comfy shoes. You're on your I've, feet. Yeah. I've gone through so many different shoes to find something that's, like, remotely comfortable. And uh, so far, these have, I just got them yesterday, and I wore my other pair yesterday. I did this offsite dinner. I was like working for 14 hours and they they held up. So, good. Yeah, that's good. Well, actually, oh, yeah. now that we're about eight minutes in and we've gone over all Brian's trauma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Childhood let's trauma. Let's make sure that we, t- we talk about our guests. <laughs> yeah. So, Jill, Jill Vita. 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 How do I already mispronounce it? Either I way. I don't know. It's only We're only going to say it one time. Jill Vita. Right. Vita. 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 Who is the owner and head chef of Salt? Co owner. Co owner. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they weren't. They're not here. I mean, you could take credit. That's my girl, though. Come on. All right. Yeah, she might listen. Okay. <laughs> she might listen. We'll have her on next and start create there a war. <laughs> yes. We'll have a civil war with insult. And then the next restaurant will be called Pepper. It'll be yeah. wonderful. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> right across from each other. <laughs> yeah. Because we have, we actually have that on Detroit. There's really, it's actually not that funny, but I've been kind of waiting for something to happen. There's a house two doors down from us that has a Black Lives Matter sign. Across the street, one house over, is a sign that says Blue Lives Matter. Oh. And I'm just waiting. <laughs> for an all-time I'm, They're Hatfield so close. Hatfield and McCoy's. Uh, I'm just, I'm like, some, one of, there's no way these both went up at the same time. No. One put one up and the other one's like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Here's and you know I'm exactly at. who it was, too. The Blue Lives Matter went up second. Yep, for 100%. sure. <laughs> the oh, Blue yeah? Lives Matter one. Oh yeah. Had, the Blue Lives Matter one had to be made because, like, right. the black, like, the Blue Lives Matter one. It's like made with like custom. blue tape. Black yeah. Lives Matter. I can go down the street and find ten. Those are available. The Blue <laughs> yeah. Lives Matter. Someone's like, yeah, we don't carry those. But those yeah. are a Blue Lives Matter. Pretty much like uh, like black and white flags is the American flag, and then the one it's just a blue no, stripe in well, the middle. No, this one just says Blue Lives Matter, so there is a hundred percent no confusion as to what they're saying. Right. <laughs> but I think some of them are like some. Of the ones that are like the American flag, but it's black and blue and white. Right. That's there's like a blue stripe that stands for, uh, for which is just one of many inter- misinterpretations. For, uh, yeah. and, uh... Just one of many in- misinterpretations. <laughs> so of wait, the you have to graffiti a flag, which, which is actually, against the against the law. It's okay. actually yeah. against the law. Yeah, like you're not supposed to wear flags, but all those hillbillies are wearing that shit. On, well, I've done that. Yeah, on July. 4th. <laughs> yeah, I'm you, pretty sure I've all us hillbillies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every single oh, person is wore. Pieces of oh wait, I have some swim shorts. Every single person has like w- like held a little flag and be like yeah yeah yeah, and then just like lost the flag <laughs> being drunk. Just left, on it on, fourth, left it in the yard somewhere. Yeah, yeah on Fourth of, of July yeah. and be like oh I'm just not gonna. No, it's not a real flag. It's just a little like, like don't disrespect flag. the flag. I burned like, it. You're is wearing that a cool? flag bandana. Yeah. I, I use it. I use it to light my fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> is that all right, America? Yeah. America. So, uh, so, so you can, you've been open for you're in your sixth year. Yeah, we'll be six this we'll year. We'll be six. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. That's a big accomplishment. Yes. I mean, anywhere. Especially, I mean, restaurants are restaurants are difficult. I, th- that's probably the most, I mean, argue, you can argue that's one of the probably most volatile types of business you can go into. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, hands um, down. They say, like, if you make it past three, you're, you're golden. But, yeah. Um, so, 
our third year was the year before the pandemic. So, <laughs> um, yay us! But no, I mean, it's been it's been actually aside from the last couple of years, it's been pretty awesome. Our first year, I think, any business, any small business is opening up is always kind of touch and go. You don't sure. know if you're doing the right thing or you're appealing to the right people. But the one thing that uh, Jessica and I agreed on is that we're just we're sticking to our idea. We're sticking to what we want to do. And we're not going to flip-flop. We're saying push forward. And uh, if people don't like it, they don't like it. And if people they do, they do. And um, it's a that's worked out for us so far. Sure. What, yeah. So you've been – I mean, Salt wasn't your first, you know, restaurant – experience i imagine oh god no okay uh it's the first ownership that i've had though. okay so i've been i've been in this business uh specifically in cleveland since i was like 20 like cooking since i was like 22 um front of the house since i was 18 okay uh so yeah i've been around the block a few times and you're fr- so you're um, i'm trying to recap because we also do a pre-interview inadvertently before we start where we just start talking and realize we probably should have talked about this when we were recording. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, let's see, because uh, you moved around a little bit and then ended up in Bay Village, like you. Yeah, Bay Village is just uh, where I live now. Okay, it's not. Um, it's it's home for sure. Um, but I I got married in September. Um, my wife was living in Bay Village at the time. Uh, we have a 16-year-old, so we're just waiting for her to graduate from high school, and then see ya. No, just kidding. Figure <laughs> <laughs> it out. No, hopefully, uh, and then laid we, the groundwork for that. Yeah, already. and then yeah. we. we just, I just want to kind of like move back, you know, into Lakewood or into Cleveland again. Yeah. 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 The um. I don't know. Every single time, like I, I, we've talked to a lot of people that have like opened restaurants or bars, and, and it's it's always funny the. Uh, the, the the first misconception is if you own a restaurant you're rich, <laughs> <laughs> and that's usually the reaction we get too. Like Lindsay from Flight was just like, I no, who told you that? Yeah, <laughs> like she's but, one of my, know, she's one of my best friends. Too. Uh, Lindsay's I love the best. Her. She's yeah, been she's on awesome. twice. She's she just awesome. uh, she just came on recently and just did a wine. Like we were like we made it like we'll do this episode wine tasting. It was just a reason to drink, yeah. but yeah. it was a lot of fun. Like yeah. we like we turned it into a game. But Lindsay's awesome. Always she's awesome. always enjoyed her. She is very much so. But yeah, that's a uh, you know that's also a very difficult business. There, I mean, that's obviously not normal hours. Um, aside from just like you know, when you're planning like a like a like a business plan to get ready for opening or continuing, it also seems like one of those that has the most variable costs of any type of business too. It's one of those things that, <clears throat> for as long as restaurants have been a- around, people always try to figure out and project things, and it's it's just futile. There's, yeah, you can you can kind of grasp if you're going to be. Um, busy or not busy, you know, based on reservations. But even lately, like we have a reservation system, Resi, that you can you can go online and make reservations for, and we'll have 140 covers on a Saturday night. But if you if you like scroll down with the no shows and cancellations, we have up to 50, 60 people that cancel their reservation. Very few don't just like no show, like yeah. maybe one or two. Very very very. Uh, seldomly but i mean even that even though you have the system that like tracks everything it's still you know this weird numbers game um i have it kind of figured out as like what to order and what not to order but it's still it's it's so it's so variable because weather affects us holidays affects us you know all that kind of crap 
you know, puts a hampering on, on what you're doing. Yeah. Well, uh, how do you, we'll hear how you handle it, and then Brian and I'll tell you how we'll handle it. Okay. <laughs> when someone no-call no-shows you, like, yeah. how do you handle that? I, we don't. I mean, like, we just okay, fill so it in with, like, we just fill it in with, a, <laughs> no, we just fill it in with, like, somebody that walks in. So that, that leaves it open for somebody else that wants to come in. That leaves it open for somebody that wants to, um, you know, make a reservation. We do have, like, for five or over, we have a $25, like, cancellation charge per person. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean... If they don't show up, they don't show up, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think, though, because they, they have to give a, at least a phone number and a name, right? Uh, yes. See, there you go. There's your follow-up right there. <laughs> <laughs> don't come back. Yeah. Oh, wait, well, you no, didn't come I, in the see, first place. I would place. let them come. I would let them. I would, yeah. like, I wouldn't. I'd wait for them to call back yeah. and do another reservation. Like, and I'd be like, no. I mean, are you sure? Because last time you didn't come. <laughs> yeah. So what is it about this time that you now want to come to my restaurant? Yeah. yeah. And make sure they know that you're the co-owner, too. Like, that'll really throw them off. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's a great idea. Um, you can outsource that to yeah. Brian and I. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just forward all of those people to you. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fine. That'd be fine. I don't, I mean, I don't think any of us have time for that. But no. We, we do. We do. Yeah. We have enough. That's why you should outsource right. to Brian and I. You're done. done. Plus, it's a hobby sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's just I fun. Like it. I like sometimes it. Sometimes if I have some downtime, I'm like, oh, I'll do some salt callbacks. <laughs> yeah, salt call. Yeah, like, and this I, guy I, didn't show up and he wants to come back. Okay, I'm going to give him a call real quick. <laughs> I'll be some. I'll throw them some salt. There you go. Oh, hey. nice. Ooh. You're doing yeah, really you well there. today. Sprinkle it. Thank you. Tell like us about. This, yeah. So how? Uh, tell us about the inception of salt. I, well, where's the? What about the name? I mean, um, so it it was something that I always wanted, like something that was just like one syllable, and uh, we like literally had no idea what we were going to call it. I'm, I'm usually pretty good at like figuring that stuff out, but I just, I was kind of lost. It was, it was hard because, you know, you're putting all this stuff on your plate and then trying to figure it out. So one day I was just sitting on my couch watching TV and I was just thinking about a name and I was thinking of all these places that have one syllable, you know, names for their restaurant, like spice when it was yeah. around yeah. and I'll, it just, it just popped in my head. <clears throat> Salt. I was just like, fuck yeah, you Looks know. Cool on a and I know I'm not like the originator of salt, obviously, because there's a lot of restaurants named Salt uh, all over the world. But um, I've been made no, like aware of that because all of my friends are traveling around, like, oh, there's a Salt here. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like, I understand. Unaffiliated. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same thing. Not, we're not. That's not our restaurant. Um, <clears throat> so I just like it just made sense, and it just kind of like it just it worked out, and uh, we just kind of put our whole ethos around that name. Yeah. It's good. I, I agree. I like the, uh, the, the, the one word names yeah. two at the absolute most. Yeah. Uh, and then it looks cool. Like your sign looks cool. Thank you. That's a, and again, for someone who absolutely knows anything about food outside of just shoving it in his face, those things actually do matter to people that don't know anything. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, our, our sign was like a big deal. Like yeah. I always had this idea cause I wanted, you know, salt is all these things. And I wanted this like sea salt, rusted sign yeah um so that was very intentional yeah that's yeah. And it's it's for people that don't know anything about i mean take it for anything like well if i see like a cool band name but i've never heard the band mm -hmm. i really want to like the band because oh, i yeah. like the name yeah. yeah and it's just it's something for everything for yeah. movies for everything like the, it, that's marketing a big, is amazing isn't it's it? huge <laughs> it's, it's that's so such huge. a and sometimes like i'll even just like be a little lenient with that band because i like the name so yeah. much but uh even think about McDonald's or something like that. 
Yeah, like it's... just like you know, you could hate McDonald's, but you know McDonald's. Yeah, just because that yellow and that yellow and red. Yeah, you remember it. You yeah. do. You remember that anywhere. You can go anywhere in the world, and you'll be like, "Well, I can't speak the language. I can't find my hotel, but I definitely can get some fries." Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got McMuffins over here <laughs> yeah, in <they> China. Is <laughs> that okay? They're not made out of meat, but yeah, they have them. Yeah. <laughs> so well, um, can't, like cow meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What is it like?" Oh, it might I, just be soy. I, I want to expand yeah, that. It could just yeah. be yeah, just, yeah. So then, okay, so you you open up, and then you said the first couple of years are good. Which again, I mean, the first th- year sucked. Honestly, it was like it was it was really really stressful. A sure. lot of a lot of things happened good. A lot of things happened bad. Um, but it was just you know I think the first year of anything is really hard, and then the second year um, was better. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like people were starting to catch on. Um, and that year I filmed uh, Guys Grocery Games. Um, and then it, it came out the following year, the same, the same time that the, uh, my first James Beard uh, nominee came in. Oh. So the third year was the best year, I think, for sure. Right before COVID. Right before COVID. As soon COVID. as you had that yeah. good year, they're like, well, let's see if we can knock her down a peg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down for a year. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How Didn't weird was that running a new business? Like, just like I mean, everyone else got affected by it. Everyone got affected by it, of course. Yes. But like running and like like this like running your is this your this you said this is your first business. This like, first yeah, this is a first ownership. Yeah, for sure. So um, how was that like? Well, I mean, we were literally doing so well. <laughs> like we we're doing great. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like we're like oh, we've been. I mean, ever since we opened, we've been like wanting to open another place. So like we've been very active, like looking for buildings and and whatnot. And we were like really ramping it up, you know, that year and um, just looking at every building that our realtor showed us and nothing nothing was happening. So we just kind of tabled it, thankfully, because then COVID hit. And, yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it was rough. I think it was rough for a lot of people. Um, I credit a lot of us getting through to my business partner, Jess, because – she was on that computer every day making sure that we got the funds we needed, making sure that she was filling out every application that we needed to fill out. Yeah. Our staff was fucking amazing. They came in and helped, you know, like like everybody was like put on unemployment, but they still came in and like helped and, and did what we needed, like cleaned up and in in the weeks where we couldn't do anything. And then when we were doing, you know, uh, pickups and stuff like that, they would just come in and do whatever we needed. So a lot of that is like building, like the family that we've built over those, you know, three, four years and just coming together in the time of need and like, you know, getting through it. Yeah. So without them, I think, you know, we, would, we wouldn't have been in the same place for sure. That, I mean, it's becoming, I think, a, a, grow, a more of a growing concept, not, not specific to like the restaurant industry, but just, you know, having having a place that people like working. We, we've talked to, I mean, again, when you think about like, uh, like Lindsay or Eric over at LBM, Mm -hmm. you know, every time when they all came on, it was a similar story. It was, you know, we, we have this, this group of people that, you know, obviously want to work and want their jobs, but also, you know, they really like it here and are willing to do some of those extra things to keep it afloat. And, you know, they also were supported because, I mean, those places too, and, and yours, it seems as well, have kind of a solid base outside of just, newcomers too like you probably see a good number of the same people oh yeah for sure yeah yeah our customer base is pretty fucking awesome yeah um and i think like you know just going back to our staff 
I feel that they understand the big picture. And I yeah. think they understand that because we tell them about it. You know, we're not, we're, we're very, we're very um, open about what we do and our finances and everything about it. So they understand like what it takes to run a restaurant that when I was coming up in this business, it was just like, you just get paid and you go home. Yeah. And yeah. like with them, we're like, okay, well, this is how much we did tonight. This is how much we did in food sales. This is what we did in like in, in beverages and stuff like that. So just like helping them understand what it takes to run a day, let alone a month of, of business, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and like what Ooh. payroll is and what we have to pay in taxes. Like all that stuff is really relevant to making sure that the business runs correctly. And when the more people that understand that, the more um, they get it, you know, like the ins and outs of the business. So if they want to go on and, and open their own place one day, they're not under this like weird misconception that like we're all rich and like we're making yeah, all this yeah. money, right? <clears throat> they're being real. They're seeing the realistic Correct. side of like you running it. Correct. And, and your business partner. Yeah, we're, yeah. And I think it'll help them understand some of the more difficult decisions you have to make if they understand the way that it works. It's like, hey, I'm not saying that we can't open on this day because of this. It's because of this. Like, I, we don't have a choice. Right. Or, you know, the reason that, you know, we're not, you know, maybe not overstocking on inventory is because look at the numbers for the last three weeks. This isn't so, – whatever that might be. Because yeah. like you said, I think most people – it may be even prior to 2020 that we're working, you know, outside of not being on the management or ownership side of restaurants. It was just go in, punch in, punch out, go home. And when you're giving – and it also makes them feel like they're more part of, like, the team or part of the restaurant, not just – uh, someone that's punching in and punching out. Yeah, that, like they have like some skin in it, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I think one of the most difficult things to get employees to understand is that like if we're busy, that's like job security. Yeah. You know, there's. I mean, from the time I started this in this business, there's always those people that bitch when it's slow and bitch when it's busy. It's mm -hmm. like, do you understand that yeah. <laughs> if you're getting your ass kicked, that means that you're going to make more money, that we're yeah. going to survive? Like, Isn't that a weird construct? I mean, to it think just about? like it breaks my brain sometimes. You know, I'm just like, um, you realize that this is good, right? You know. So. I remember that. I remember yeah. waiting tables like my first like Friday night, and things were just. It was a zoo. Yeah. I'm sweating. I'm covered in food. And I'm just uh -huh. pissed. You smell. <laughs> I wish everyone would just fucking go home yeah. and make fucking sandwiches. Yeah, the yeah. owner of the place <laughs> oh, I was yeah. working is like, I don't because I kind of want to pay my mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, like, we've all been there. I mean, yeah. I've, been, yeah. I've been there, too, where, you know, bartending in front of the house, even kitchens, yeah. when you're standing there for, you know, seven, eight hours a day, sweating your ass off just to get your ass handed to you, like, you just want it to stop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's when you can tell what, like, you'll hear, like, because, every, again, everyone has said it that's worked in the industry, mm -hmm. but you can tell, it's like, okay, this person is going to work in the industry for a long time, or this person just hates people yeah. <laughs> and hates working, yeah. like, this field. That's a, that's, a, that, that's a job you find out, I think, pretty quickly if you can do it long term or not. Yeah. It is because it's and other I mean, people realize it. Sometimes other people don't realize it before you do. Oh yeah, there's a lot of kids getting to. Yeah, you started at twenty at eighteen. Yeah, serving? eighteen years old. I was I was a barback busser at a okay. place called uh, Bohemia, which is uh, where Lola first opened and then where Lolita ended. Oh okay. And uh, it was I, <laughs> I went in for an interview, got hired on the spot, and uh, worked that weekend. So I worked Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays, and I made 
almost as much money, I think, as I am making now, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? No. Um, it's, uh, but it was just like you, it's one of those things. It's one of those things that like, that, that bites you or it doesn't. Like you walk yeah. into that as an 18 year old where you don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. And then you're surrounded by all these like, you know, adults, um, <laughs> very loose term at yeah. that point in my life. But you're like, oh my god, this is this is so much fun. Like, I'm meeting people that I would've never met. I'm seeing these people, like the customers and stuff, that are like so weird and crazy and cool and whatever. Yeah. People just give you money. Yeah, people <laughs> just give you money, and it was great. And it was Fucking just like awesome. it was such a, it was very addicting, you know, like being in that kind of. Uh, construct. What'd you say? No, I was like, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite and like, most what conf- my favorite, most confusing part of uh, of waiting tables is when the bartender would tip me out because like, no one explained it to you're me. You're like, wait, what? He just, walks, <laughs> he just walks over and gives me 10% of his tips. Yeah. He's like, enjoy your night. Yeah. And I'm like, this job's fucking amazing. <laughs> I, thought, I don't even know that guy's name. He just gave me 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, when, I, I, when I did, I worked at a place that I was 22. I started busing and barbacking. And the first day, it's in Gordon Square. Yeah. And the first day I had started was um, going to be St. Patrick's Day. Oh, fuck. And they did this thing. Well, hey, oh you don't God. get, they're like, hey, so you're going to start at, you're just going to do for your first three training shifts, you start $10 an hour. You don't take home tips. Right. And I was like, okay, yeah, $10 an hour. I made like, I made like, like nine at Acme, my last job, right. making a dollar more. Busting my ass, like just, Everyone's Sweating. yelling because yeah, yeah. they're like fucking food, and I, no one's yelling at me. But everyone's just you know it's a different environment. And I like left. I was like, man, I made some good money today. And then like one of the one of the bartenders was drunk, and they were like, not as much as me. <laughs> 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 but then I stayed, and then the next day, and I my first payday was Dingus Day. Oh god. So then I was like, oh okay, I might have got fucked over that first day. No <laughs> yeah. one even gave me shit, but people would give me money, and I'd have to put it in the thing. Yeah. So I had to hold that. I had to hold on to that feeling. So I had to earn the money back I was like, no. then, but then i just wasn't fit for the industry anymore yeah i learned early but it was just i mean i was in college and then a little bit after it's just such good money yeah. you know for a young person to make you know two hundred dollars in a night yeah you know it's, it's hard but i also just i i like doing it i did but it wore on me a little thinner a, a, a little sooner than i think it did other people and then it's a like, hard job yeah when i got yeah. like past a year i was like I don't think I want to. I liked it a lot. I did. I enjoyed it. I liked because I worked in like a kind of like a, a small privately owned like a, a, a Irish pub on the east side, and uh, it was awesome. The owner was great. The people were cool. We had a lot of regulars, yeah. and I would wait tables until about eight o'clock, and I go behind the bar, bar ten till two, and like you know when you're twenty one, twenty two, and you know you can make all your bills in like you know three shifts, and then the rest is just play fun, money. Yeah, it's fun awesome. Money. Also, I didn't understand finance or money. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody does when they're no. working at a restaurant. I, that, I mean, like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, I mean, you, I don't think I could ever wait tables again because yeah. I, I'm just, I can't. There's like, a whole lifestyle to it, honestly. I mean, just dealing with the idiosyncrasies of people on that level, not that I'm above it or anything like that. I just, I don't You're have done. the patience for like, it I'm anymore. Done. I just don't want to do it. It's like clerks. I've I've gotten worse at I couldn't either because I've gotten worse at Patience. not realizing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's shock. God. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten worse at not saying something when I see something that I find goofy. Right. So when so like I mean we used to have people. I remember this woman. Like she would come in, she would order 
um, a like a grilled chicken sandwich and like, and I had like three steak fries. And I remember walking away and then coming back. I'm like, I'm sorry. You want the steak fries? She goes, I want three of them. <laughs> and I'm like, the East Side special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. So I go back and uh, I go to the owner. I'm like, that lady just ordered three steak fries. It's like, oh, it's Betty. Yeah. <laughs> like he knew her. And yeah. I was like, and he's like, I'll just make a bunch, put the rest out there. You guys can eat them and just give her three. I'm like, this isn't weird to you? He goes, it was at first. Now I just don't really. But like stuff like that. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm actually, that would be okay. With, I'm, I'm cool with that. You like, know? But like that, but you do that to me now. And I'm like, hey, I can take your like chicken sandwich, three steak fries. I'm like, you need to order like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and then I would give them all the reasons why I don't think they're an adult. And then I would be fired. You couldn't yeah. hold it in anymore. No, I couldn't. Like, look. I couldn't at all. Like now you're being ridiculous. Weird. Stop yeah. being yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Get I don't like special. Yeah, I don't like special orders. We don't really do them at the restaurant, but you know, I don't know. A lady asking for three fries is kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you're like, like Aw. can I have um, this on the side and this over here and this at? I uh, no. Oh, but you can hate have. my mom. Oh. Oh my don't god. Don't bring her in. My mom she orders like a. I mean, like a a, a vegan gluten free bird. Like <laughs> everything is just. That doesn't eat that, nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you put that over there? And actually, just in case, I want to give it to someone else. Can you also bring out two separate plates? She will not use those separate plates. Right. But you're gonna have to clean them. Oh, she would. <laughs> she would like it then, maybe at salt because we give a lot of side plates. So yeah. <laughs> she actually would love. My mom loves coming because she she lives in Akron where we're from. Right. On. And uh, they don't have as many options. They're trying, but she every time she comes up here, she's like, "Let's go to dinner anywhere. Don't care where." Because she, you know, just she wants to try. There's so many things up here and so many right. options and stuff that she'll never get down there. So. Talk about like the like the concept of salt because I mean okay. it's not just you want something that you like and that you can really like get behind and and are proud of but there's also I have to think like a a factor in the back of your head like I want this to be successful so is there are you trying to set yourself apart if so how are you doing it or is it more just look I'm gonna do what I like doing if people like it cool if not I guess it doesn't work I think it was probably more the latter yeah uh, than anything um, I think that just being in in this business and the amount of food that um, people waste and <laughs> take home and leave in their in their car—that's um, that that was kind of part of it, but mostly most part most of it was um, I wanted to cook how I like to eat, and that was you know I'd go into any any restaurant, regardless of where it was, and just do the apps. I would never do an entree. Entrees were always so overwhelming to me. I was defeated before, like, I even took a bite. Yeah. So um, I was just like, I want to try, you know, a couple of everything. And I think that really um, speaks to a lot of people. And then just traveling. Like, you travel anywhere outside of Ohio, that's how people eat. <laughs> like, that's, like, how most restaurants are. You travel to Europe. You travel to um, any place like that. Same thing. And people um, kind of compare us to tapas, which I mean, that's all good and fine, but we're not we're not tapas, not even close, just because we have, have small plates, you know. Yeah. Um, tapas are a totally different thing. Um, I love them. I've been to Spain; it was amazing. Um, but uh, it's just it's just a concept that I I liked because that's how I like to eat, and yeah. we hope that it would work. I love a. Yeah, I love I, I Just like on Friday, I think we ordered, I think, four different things. We have to try because I like that idea too. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not going to say that I'm not a big fan of huge entrees because, you know, I like at the end of the night lying on my side asking why did I do that. <laughs> it was worth it, but why like was it worth it? Totally worth it. Like yeah. <laughs> totally worth my it. My tummy hurts, but I want to go back next Thursday. Get the Pepto. Yeah. <laughs> Get the Pepto. I need, I need stretchy pants. <laughs> I just, just want to hit the bong and lay down forever. But I do love, I do love, uh, just ordering a whole bunch of sides and apps and trying as many yeah. different things as I can. Especially, like, I don't know what your opinion of this. Like, I, you hear, like, people talk about, like, food cities, like, places that are food cities. When someone says New York's a food city, I don't agree. I think it's a food city because it's so big. There's just a lot of options. You have to have food there. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah, or else people will die. It's just the yeah. way it works. you got to have different types of and pizza. And I'm not saying there aren't great restaurants here. There right. are, but when I think of food, like, I think Cleveland is a food city. Absolutely. It's a food. It's and more drink of a food city, city than anything. Yeah. I would say more of a food city than like yeah, an art certainly city. not finance or like comedy or <laughs> yeah, not finance. Yeah, but it's finance. just it's just it's it's a city borderline that's... borderline sports. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, sports <laughs> sports, sports and food. I know we're talking about this. We're gonna get into the sports stuff later. <laughs> we have to. We don't but have the, to. We don't but have the... to. <laughs> at least twenty two minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> But the, uh, yeah, I just, I've always thought that Cleveland is a food city. It has, it has po- aside from down, and downtown, I don't even think it's even the be- the, the biggest or best one. It's not the, even It's close. the pockets. Yeah. It's the Tremonts. It's the Ohio cities and Gordon Squares and Hingetown and Lakewood. And, like, those are, they're little pockets and they're, they're really heavy in not just restaurants, but in, like, smaller, not smaller, but, like, privately owned and, and indie restaurants. It's almost like, I mean, it's like comparing it to, like, boroughs, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. Um downtown is fine like do they have good restaurants yeah there's a few down there that are decent but downtown downtown has never really been a destination dining place um like destination drinking place for sure west when wessex was good and the flats is you know used to be a totally different thing i like how you said when wessex was good yeah (laughs) i'm with you yeah when it was good i've heard it well i wasn't i was like i wasn't you know, yeah. I'm 27. I was going yeah, there when it was, it was like bad. 20, 20 years ago when it was good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've only heard stories about like, when it was good. In my, like, mid to late 20s, maybe early 30s, it was, like, you just walk back and forth, and it was yeah. fun. That's, like, yeah. when Mercury's down there, all that stuff, Spy Bar. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And um, it just, you know, downtown has never really been, like, this mecca where people, like, roam around and, and hang out, you know. Um, East 4th kind of, like, brought that back a little bit, but... Then they're only busy in the summertime or if there's a game or concert. Yeah. So it's not really yeah. it's not really like this destination place. You know, even people that live downtown really don't go out that much. I, I yeah. agree. If you were to and, and I think calling them boroughs is accurate. I mean yeah. if if you look if think about all the five or six boroughs, if you want to call it that, downtown's the last one that I will that we think about as far as going down to eat. Yeah, unless, sure. like you said, unless it's a game, and we're like, all right, well, let's maybe stop somewhere, like on East Fourth, and maybe hit up somewhere down there to get a and drink. And it's not even that inconvenient to like park downtown. Like no, you can it's actually, actually find not. stuff on yeah. the street. It's really it's not. Just like, it's I'm a not, secret and it's parker not hard, too. And it's not hard to get to. No, it's, just like, it's not. It's no. just like, eh, like there's something closer that's better. Yeah, I'm gonna. Pass. And I hate to say that, but like, yeah. I mean, but that's true. Like I can, I can go down the street and get a better meal. Yeah. Then you know half the places downtown. I'm gonna pass 20 places on the way to the place downtown that I'd probably yeah. pre- like. Yeah. I, right now, I can maybe think of a couple places that I like eating downtown. Yeah, for sure. But it's not even in the top of my list. Like I like going to Noble Beast because I really mm-hmm. like their food. Uh, that place Betts is pretty good. But I mean, there's a handful of them. Right. I'd rather stay 
you know, yeah. five blocks away from yeah. where I live, where I get, especially in the summertime, we can walk to some of these places. Absolutely. That's just so much better. Yeah, unless you're like, yeah, unless you're going to a concert or a play yeah, or exactly. whatever, like you don't even think about going to those places. That, that, really for us, yeah. it's concerts. We go to games like twice a year and yeah. we don't watch them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we go to the baseball yeah. game just to set out the stand yeah. outside. We don't even buy seats. Yeah. yeah. We buy the standing seats. Oh, yeah, tickets. the standing seats <laughs> yeah. are the best. Yeah, yeah. the best seats. You can watch the... a big screen and yeah. drink your beers. Walk around. Then we get around the four. Middle of the fourth, I'm just like, do you want to go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hot. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome having this game in the background, but let's just go somewhere yeah, let's else. Yeah. Party. You know, I don't like basketball games really at all. And same thing, the football is a—it's an environment thing. They do have standing it. rooms for those games, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. like those are—it's not the same, but it's like closer. I to think them. the last basketball game I went to was just a standing room too, which we I'm fine to, with. We went to the uh, the skills the skill the skills all star thing. Oh, okay. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Especially when there's like this concert that we didn't know anything about and yeah. freaking Mary J. Blige comes out. I'm like. All right. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> worth it. You should have seen her face. She backed <laughs> yeah. her head up and just stared for a second. Uh, Mary J. <laughs> I'm like, where are you just okay? Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was that's different. Oh, yeah. That even goes back to when you guys were talking about like, like a minute ago, just going from like, oh, well, we could just stay local when we're already like pretty much right around the city. Yeah. Instead of going to the city, that even shows kind of like what we were talking about earlier with um, how the city is more independent. Um, sure. Than mainstream, or you know what I mean, like compared, like let's say the corporate, like downtown's corporate, like we're the independent that are doing just as well, yes. um, and it's and there's a it's a viable option for people that you know want a good want a good social life and you know good food and everything, but don't want to go downtown for it. You can just save like ten dollars in parking and right. save a couple or bucks Uber and, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you, it's also about community too. Like, yeah, big. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd rather stay. In a comfortable environment, and be around people that I know. I mean, yeah, of course, I like to go out and like do different things, but like totally on the day to day kind of stuff. I wanna I wanna go somewhere where I know I'm gonna get good food. I know I'm gonna get good service, and that I don't have to worry about like you know getting a DUI. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a big concern. The older you get, oh, I'm not drunk, but oh man, it could happen it anytime. Happen. It's, 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 I'm, a, it's just, a, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm just tired. It's a bigger concern. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll take that as a I'm tired man. and dehydrated. Yeah. And I'm I hit the bong. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many tired people I've pulled over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the, uh, especially now, because like if I were to get a DUI now, I think I'd feel even worse. I'm like, there were so many options for this to not happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... I didn't want to pay the $9 Uber. <laughs> yeah. It goes years yeah. back. Oh, yeah. It's not no, just I'm like, fine. I'm fine. I fucked up today. It's like, where's my life been going? Oh, I love that, too, because we've all done that before. Oh, like, for sure. Oh, my God, I'm fine. I'm just going down there. I'm probably going to stop at Taco Bell, but I'm going to be yeah. fine. I'm yeah. going to wake up, and I'm just like, whoa, I don't remember getting a Taco Bell. Why am I laying on yeah. this quesadilla? Why do I have cheese on my face? Yeah, yeah why do I have sour cream all are these, over? These aren't even my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose house am I at? <laughs> oh, it's jail. Oh, it's jail. <laughs> oh, it's jail. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, this futon's yeah. terrible. Oh, oh it's dude. jail. <laughs> hey, two nights here. Let's be honest. My roommates suck. <laughs> I need to get out of here. It's out of me. I need to move. Of, can I get one of those? I am so sorry. Yes, of course you can. Yeah, would you like a beer? <laughs> would you like a beer? 42 minutes into yeah. this? Yeah. We too. also have uh, uh, some booze and some very questionable wine. 
I'll I'll take my chances just on the beer. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't even know the one. You know, remember those? Uh, they had those tall, those big Miller High Lifes. Oh yeah. Remember like the champagne bottles? Oh yeah. This was pro- This was before the pandemic. They had one in their fridge, and I drank it. And what is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They had one in their fridge, and Joe's like, so. Joe's like, I wouldn't drink that. That's been in there for a minute, and I was like, I don't give a it's fuck. Beer. So I drank it, and my <laughs> you saw you see my mood change. Like not like I'm not mad or anything, but you see like I get I get a little too drunk too fast. Uh-oh. So I one big ass bad. one. I think yeah, it went bad. bad. Was and it like fermented? Fermented? Oh, I think good. it just went bad. Yeah, I think it just went bad because <laughs> I, I had a tummy ache a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> I seemed a little goofy and high. A tummy ache. <laughs> You seem goofy and high from the beer. Yeah, a little okay. bit. No, it was so it, it was a gift for one. Was, I don't even remember why we had it, but it was like literally in like a champagne. The champagne of beer, yeah. Yeah, it was in a champagne bottle. And then it was it was a joke, so who knows how long it was sitting in the store. <laughs> then, then it was bought, then it was given to us, and it probably sat here for like a year. And every Saturday we'd be like, "Oh man, forgot to drink that again." Next week for sure. Yeah. And then we, <laughs> as adults, didn't drink it and drank the good stuff and normal stuff and everything. Right. And then it just then finally Brian one day is like, "Can I have that?" And I'm like, what? "You 100 percent can." I like how I sound like Kermit the Frog. Can I have that? Every single time I do an impression of Brian, he sounds yeah. like Kermit the Frog. Did so, it have like a? Cap on it or a champagne? I don't remember. It, it was have, a twist. It was yeah. like a regular like oh. Miller Lite. It was just it was just like twist twisty. off. Yeah. So it was a champagne bottle forty. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And I was and I was drinking those for like because those like those those were out for probably a couple of years. Yeah. But Did you duct tape I, it to your hand? No, no. I should. Uh, Tommy forty hands. Yeah. Tommy forty hands. <laughs> Tommy champagne hands. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. And then we just we we I think we had finished recording and then we had just hung out down here just having beers for a while as we sometimes do, and then he just went to another level. <laughs> Even when I was like, are you all right? And he's like, I don't think so. And he's seen me drink. <laughs> like, I'm not like, I don't really get like that. But after like one of those, and then I had another beer, and I was just like, whoo. <laughs> then it was, then we're like sitting there having a, a very adult conversation about, <laughs> maybe you should just stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm just going to drive down yeah. the street right over Jungle there. Jungle Bell. He's like, I'm just tired. I need a quesadilla and a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the. Uh, I thank you for that. I forgot about the. Oh no, it's called Edward Forty Hands. Tommy Forty. I thought Tommy Hardy Forty Hands was leading into a, a, a joke. No, Edward Forty Hands is something that I literally yeah. saw someone do. It was an initiation where they would take two forties, tape them Duck to the guy's them. hands, mm-hmm. yeah. and they would not let they would not untape them until he finished both the forties. Yeah. Was, did you do that in college or after college too? A little bit of both. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I didn't really. I'm not really constricted by time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 27. I could I can still do that then, right? Like, honestly, like it's not so, too late for yeah. me. If we no, were like, if it was Friday night and I was home and I was already wearing sweatpants and someone suggested that i yeah. wouldn't say no right away already yeah. wearing sweatpants i love it that that's a term yeah well, but you, but you understand <laughs> i totally you understand do. what that's like I, as soon as i get home i take anything restrictive off we were totally uh, restrictive put, you know bras pants yeah fat hoodie and then some nice fucking <laughs> yeah. sweatpants everything i wear is going to be is going to be larger than it needs to be and it's going to be very, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have socks that go up to my knees. Wool socks. Yeah, very, very comfy socks. Yeah, we were driving home before we were at, uh, we were at a bar Friday night after dinner, and we were talking. I don't know, we do this like every week, too. Yeah. We were sitting there talking about, like, well, where do you want to go next? You want to try this? And then we're both like, we want to go home. Yeah. We want to go sit on the couch, and <laughs> yep. we want to drink on our couch with the dogs. Why would we go somewhere else? Yeah. It's nearly 830. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. happens, you man. Know, yeah. 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 You, pass right that, you pass that, like, 40... 
40 year old yeah. thing and you're just like i just want to go home my home's the most comfortable place in the whole world. Yeah. That's where my family is. That's where my dogs are. Everything. The booze is cheaper. I like drinking when the yeah. sun's out. Yeah. When the sun goes down, I'm like, sun goes down means bedtime. Do you, do you also <laughs> love home at a certain age, like at four, like let's say at 40, because you're like, you know what? I'm old enough and smart enough to know I've worked hard to create my own leisure in my yes. own place. But when you're like 27, it's like, no, I just crashed there. Yeah. That's what it is. Crash I, yeah, I, I just crashed I there. love being home. Even yeah. like our friends that are also around our age that live in Lakewood and have yeah. guest bedrooms. I'm like, I don't want to do yeah, that. I yeah, wanna, I want to sleep at <laughs> I want to lay in house. my bed. Yeah, I want to lay in my bed. I want Roscoe yeah. to push me off the bed. That's how I sleep. Do people ever use the guest bedrooms, by the way? Because I know a lot of people that have that. I've never seen someone lay in it. It's Honestly, always looked the six same. Six times, maybe, in the time that I've lived here. <laughs> it's, it's just for show, then. Oh no, yeah. we have. Uh, we always have a lot of family over, so the do guest you? bedrooms get used a lot. Oh, okay. Right now. Um, so <laughs> we bought a bed frame. I decided I wanted a king size bed. I never had a king size bed before. And never so no, oh, I don't like it. Oh um, my gosh. It's just well, I think it's more about the bed frame and the bed we had. So we recently sold it to my wife's niece. But we didn't have it was like really quick. So we don't have a bed right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> no bed. Where are none. you sleeping? On the couch. Kick ass. Oh, yeah. that's not it's bad. It's like camping. We have like a we have yeah. a huge we have a huge like you know. Is it one of those couch. couches that turns on the corner? Yes. Oh, those yeah. are the best. You know what I'm talking about? So we're about? just like sleeping what, like so, Those are called sectionals? A, yeah, sectional. Thank you. I couldn't think okay. of the fucking word either. I know, he, he described it like a street. Yes, it you're is. correct. He's like, is it like one that like you know, turns, turns to the yeah, left? Yeah, like really quick. It's but like then the one there's that turns also, to the left. You're like, there's no more room. Psych, there's plenty more room. <laughs> but that is And it's that, like super deep. That's another age. <laughs> it, it's got to be deep Oh, now. God. It's so great. It's so great. Yeah, it can't be this. It's got to be I gotta like oh, be able, yeah, it's, because I have to be able to lay on my side and then have at least one dog laying with me. Yeah. yeah. So and then I, you need my, more room my just in case. In between my legs. Yeah, that's Rudy. Yeah. And then one's usually like curled here with this head on my. my that's arm. also what happens when you get older. Your your furniture decisions are you based can, on your dogs. You you think about <laughs> your dog's comfort as well. It's yeah. not your world. <laughs> it's theirs. Nope. Like we like the king because they both sleep with us mm -hmm. and they both love to sprawl. They're like starfish in bed. You yeah. know, they're they're putting all their 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 limbs as far out as they can, especially this one. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And you'll get there, Brian. The sectional. You'll get that you'll get that that couch that turns one day. Well, yeah. My my, my turns. My family so like my my parents, so I moved back over my parents for a minute. And they and my, they've been redoing, like my mom's busy, my dad's retired, and you know he's just chilling. He was a paramedic. Oh, he's man. just fucking laying job. down in the in the basement. I'm like, I get it. That's what heroes do. Imagine. They rest. Yeah. <laughs> heroes do. They take it. here. Yeah. So so he's got a little man cave down there. It's a little couch, and then a, a lazy boy. The lazy boy. They've only had it for like three years, but it looks like it's been through hell and back. Um, just because he lays on it every day. But then the couch upstairs, just like a little couch again. And I was like, Mom, why don't you guys, like, I don't care. Like, this is for you guys. Why don't you guys just get a bigger couch? My mom's like, because they're, like, redoing the kitchen and shit. But they're both procrastinators. So they're just like, no, we're going to get it eventually. We just got to work on this other stuff. And I'm like, I see how it's going. Never so, be done. But every time I'd go over to my friend's houses, like, my, because my mom's Puerto Rican and my, my dad my was always My wife's Puerto working. Rican. Oh, no shit. Okay, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. They oh, probably they know, know each other. other. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. They're probably cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Rodriguez? <laughs> see you Sunday. Yeah, see you Sunday. <laughs> you can sleep over too. Yeah, hell yeah, we'll party. <laughs> Coquito. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, so like I, every time I go over like my rich white friends' houses, they'd have the sectionals. Yep. And I'd be like, what is this? <laughs> this is so there's, a, there's a wall 
arms. I'm just used to a long one, not a long one attached to another long one. That's yeah. awesome. Because because even the short the short long one is still long. Like it's not just a short. How did you it's fuse a... these two couches together? Yeah, I was like, did you guys did you fucking use super glue like Elmer's? That's what we do. That was my super glue. It was just Elmer's glue. Did we you eat a lot of it? No, I didn't. Uh, no, I was we didn't have a sectional. We we <laughs> only had my first sectional was when my wife and I first bought one when we were living in Akron. We never had a sectional couch. But then when I walked into whatever furniture store and I was like, it just keeps going. <laughs> oh, and also, and wait, I, I can care. put my legs up. And, yeah. yeah I perfect. also was really in love with the, what, what's the, the, the part at the end, the extended part at the end? The chase. The chase. Yeah. I was like, somebody was thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Man, smart. Someone's like, couch, turn, more couch. Yeah. Legs. Chair, legs. Yep. And you know what? Let's just throw a couple Ottomans in there. Let's yeah. just get a couple Ottomans. Yeah. No, they're not needed. No, no. They won't fit in no, most houses. No, I could just. Our first one didn't. Yeah. <laughs> our first one was Ooh. 75% of our living room. The first the first sectional? Yeah, because we wanted the couch so bad, but the, the living room wasn't big enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, you had to walk around it to get to the kitchen. We were just like, just living our it. best lives, Fuck you know? That. Yeah, no. We didn't it's... care. We moved shortly after. Yeah. <laughs> we need a big living room. Yeah. Because we no. realize when people come over and they'd be like, nice. Um, What's wrong with you? <laughs> this doesn't fit here. How big was the couch compared to the You know, you the buy the room? couch for the house you're going to live in. You yeah. Know, just uh -huh. like you wear the outfit for the job you want to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we did it again. <laughs> the one that we have upstairs, we had to have them take piece of it back. Really? Oh, yeah. That's funny. We, it was so big. And then, like, it just I was so excited about it because there were so many places to lay. And even, <laughs> even the, like, movers are moving it in. They're like, yeah, we didn't think this was going to fit. <laughs> and they're, and they, they took one right. of the middle pieces. We're like, you can just take that back. Take it back. Credit <laughs> and it's still huge. Yeah. Uh, my um, So we decided that we were going to get a new couch. This was in the middle of the first year of the pandemic right so everything's gonna take a really long fucking time yep so we decided we're gonna get this sectional and my wife knew somebody that worked at our house so we got the friends and family deal um beautiful couch i saw a picture of it i was like yeah that's cool it finally comes six months later finally get it um selena my wife didn't measure it or where it was gonna go and I'm there for the delivery, and I see all these pieces coming in, and I'm like, hmm. And then I'm like, it's going to go in this wall and this wall. It was a sectional. <laughs> and uh, um, they bring it in, and this guy, one of the guys is like, oh, man, this isn't going to fit. Like, he was a realist, right? <laughs> and yeah. This, this little scrappy guy comes in after him. You know he's been working there a little bit longer. And he's like, no, it'll fit, it'll fit. And he's like shoving yeah. it into fucking like <laughs> pushing it in using all his body using weight. anger and i'm like okay okay yeah i mean it was just it was wedged between the front of the house and like the next wall i'm just like okay i'm a lot less i won't move around but yeah it was it, was, it literally took up the whole wall yeah, yeah so similar. We, had a, we had a similar story uh when we were redoing or just putting some improvements in our bathroom in the the, the first floor. Uh, my wife found the sink and she she was because you know it, it was the first. No, yeah, yeah, this doesn't come off. No one comes off good here. No. Uh, so we found this guy. We we got, found the sink that we really liked and we put it in. It looks really cool. It looks a lot nicer than the old one. Puts it in. Uh, 
And then that was it. Guy leaves. Two days later, because, I mean, let's be real. We, we're married. We live together. We pee with the door open. Yeah. 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 If it's if it gets a little harsher than that, yeah, we close the door. Well, you're telling respect. the world that, man. Harsher. <laughs> but uh, about two days later, it was like a Tuesday. She walks. I work down here, and she works upstairs. She comes downstairs, and she's like, the door won't shut. <laughs> and I'm like, what door? She's like, the bathroom door. The sink is too big. And I'm like... You just shut the door wrong. Like, that was a thing. Yeah. So I walked That's the man response. Yeah. No, you just you did it wrong. Right. You're just shutting the, yeah. You just shut the door wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Dummy. I guess I got a man up yeah. once again. This is why Hillary didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> then I get up there and Hillary should have won. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the door, like, because the door, uh, it's on the inside, so it just goes like, and it just right, it right. just keeps hitting. <laughs> Not by much. I mean, it was a little, maybe like that much, but, and it's right on the hardware, too. Oh, so, so you can't the even, door, like, sand it out a little I bit. I actually did, so I, oh, okay. I sanded part of it down, yeah. and uh, you kind of just have to turn the doorknob a little bit to open and shut it, <laughs> but it's super funny whenever guests come, we do this once a week. Yeah. Actually, yeah. if we hadn't told you and used the restroom, we wouldn't have told you just to watch your reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go up I there. Out. Yeah. They go up there, and then, like, you know, they wash their hands, and then they try to get out, and they're like, oh. Yeah. You, you, you hear it, like hit and then they're like well i got in here i should yeah. be able to get out <laughs> and then we all just sit there and just wait it, it took me like four or five three or four times because i was coming and I hung over to him too and he explained i'm like yeah so i don't want to fuck anything up <laughs> which i probably will that's why it's funny because no one wants to force it and it's you know you, but you kind of have to and but it you're works just like i got in here this makes no fucking sense mm-hmm. why would they let me go in here it's like a re- weird alice in wonderland thing yeah it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so you mentioned that uh, you were looking at that before everything yeah. hit, that mm-hmm. you were even looking at maybe trying to expand to something else. Yeah. You know, another restaurant. Like, is that something that you still want to do in the works? Or, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Is it something, do you want to do something completely different or? So you... we've always had this kind of like idea of like doing three, three restaurants. Um, and that's kind of like our goal is to do three. Um, two would be great. One's awesome. Yeah. You know, like having yeah. one is great. But like, you know, the the more success you have, like, you just kind of grow out of your space. Yeah. Um, so you either have to move or you have to have another restaurant. Um, but our second concept, or the, the three concepts, we all kind of want to be focused on salt, you know. So we want to do sea salt and concentrate on seafood. And uh, then we want to do table salt, which was more of kind of a ad hoc kind of idea where we just do uh like family style meals so complete opposite of what we're doing yeah um and which we kind of did during the pandemic when we were doing like the smaller uh scaled down menus uh to go we just do one thing every night everybody got the same thing everybody got the same sides and it was all to go um which is you know loosely based actually 100 percent based on the restaurant in in napa called ad hoc uh, which is one of thomas thomas keller's restaurants so that's kind of like the general idea of like what we want to do okay. in the future. Um, just like, I know it's, it's, it's hard to run one restaurant, but like to make money and to succeed, you kind of have to expand a little bit. That's kind of the challenge. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's cause you don't want, you don't want your, your first restaurant, your first baby to, to fall off. And I don't think that it would, No, but that's always going to be a concern cause you don't want, you, you don't want to rob Peter to pay Paul. Correct. You know, put a lot yeah. of energy, and you would have to, unfortunately, or fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know. But you would have to if you're going to start a new 
uh, we'll, we'll call it Brian's Crab Shack, you know, yeah. your seafood place. Yeah. Um, but you're going to have to put a lot of energy in front. Is fo- it under the sea? Yeah, and there's STD <laughs> tests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, seafood slash COVID. As soon COVID as you center. walk in the door, yeah, yeah. you can turn right or left. Yeah. yeah, if you get chlamydia, you're probably safe. <laughs> Shit. Not safe, but we expect it. Yeah, it's better than crabs. <laughs> but that's a you're gonna have to put a lot of focus, time, and energy right. to getting that off the ground so that's successful. So you don't want to take away from the one that's already successful. But that's why like having really good exactly people like makes all the difference. Like yeah. if you were, I I wouldn't even think about it if we didn't have a solid staff. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, if we didn't have people that, like, were in it, you know, I would be like, eh, let's wait a little bit longer, you know. Yeah. But if we have the right people in the right places, then. I, I love the idea of, like, a good seafood. Because I can't. I, and there might be. I just don't know, of, like, a what I would deem a good seafood place. I like think a lot of people. Well, it's it's hard. Well, especially now because everything's so fucking expensive. Yeah. But I think that. Yeah. I think people try really hard. And, like, I love Pure W. Like, it's one of my favorite places in the world to go. Yeah. Um, mostly because they always have oysters. And I. Love, Love oysters. oysters. Mm. Um, I'm going there with my mom on Wednesday. <laughs> What'd you say? Aphrodisiac. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I fuck after every one. Yeah. yeah. Every and I grow one. hair. <laughs> slurp fuck, slurp fuck. Um, but uh, no, I, I mean, like, things. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. I'm starting to like you a little bit. Oh, thank um, you. Oh, well, she's... That's love. <laughs> it's almost no, love. You know what the best part about that is? We're about an hour in. That means she hasn't liked you for the first yeah. hour. God damn. Yeah. I'm starting to like you. Yeah. Uh, I like the dogs the most, though. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> it's not to like. I mean, that's solid shade. Though, I mean, they bark the crap. I mean, they bark yeah. a um, No, but, like, I think, it's, I think it's hard to do, like, really dedicate yourself to being all seafood in uh, a place like Cleveland because we don't have the access and we can get stuff flown in, but that comes with a huge ticket, right? Yeah. So we're, <clears throat> I've like, I've, I've killed my, my rep um, that I use for all my seafood, which is Cantonese. I'm just like, I want this stuff. I want that stuff. And he's like, I can't get it, Jill. I'm like, why not? Like if Chicago can get it, which is more inland, really, if yeah. you think about it. Yeah. Why can't Cleveland get it? It just costs too much to get here. I'm like, figure it out. Let's figure it out because I'll use a ton of it. So, like, buy in bulk. I don't care what you have to do. But um, it's it's been really challenging just to get <clears throat> stuff that isn't necessarily, you know, things that you're going to find on every menu. And I, I want to push the boundaries of what we can get here. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, I mean, I change my menu every 10 weeks, so I want to, like, have different shit on it. So it kind of gets difficult when all you have is like 15 things and, you know, five of them are like cod. You know, I don't want to ever have yeah. cod on my menu. Yeah, yeah we First have like all, twice hate, a week here. I hate the sound of it. <laughs> isn't, isn't perch, isn't perch very, like available seasonally while perch, here? Yeah, perch, walleye. Yeah, walleye and perch. Um, both like fishes, so they're pretty easily attainable. Yeah. But, but like, then like when it's like winter time, it's yeah, like there's a shortage it's all, of it. It's all going to be frozen and you know waterlogged and shitty. Yeah. But and like I getting s- like crab and getting like really oh, yeah. like amazing fish. Which you is know? and that's the stuff that if someone wants to go to like a seafood place, they're yeah. going to want crab, crab legs, lop, like they're going to want those things. Oysters are pretty easy to get. Shrimp's yeah. really easy to get. Scallops are really easy to get, but like mussels? What about mussels? Mussels super easy. Okay, cuz I love me yeah. a little bit of time, but I got there. Yeah, hard jujitsu baby. Because you yeah, like the 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 scallops and the shrimp like we just went to the west side market yesterday and bought and they're they're great they're really really good there 
But yeah, those other things that the the the, the next level. Like the crab stuff, like that's right. Difficult. I mean, we can get like king crab in, which is it's fine, yeah. you know, um, and snow crab and soft shell crab comes in, you know, seasonally. What is the, what is the difference between snow crab and? I don't even know snow crab was a thing. Snow crab's a thing. What is it? is it like regular crab? Yeah, just in the snow. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're grown in snow. Oh, okay. They don't actually live in water. They're oh, arctic. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, like, uh, like dungeon- falafel. <laughs> there's yeah. There's a dungeon, Dungeons crab, snow crab, soft shell crab, which is just molting blue crab. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, king crab. That's why you're a restaurant owner. Yeah. Because I know all, all the crabs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's I, why I'm a restaurant owner. I just thought there was one I mean, crab and that was Mr. I mean, That's all I thought. Mr. and Mrs. Crab. Yeah, no, I don't know about yeah. Mrs. Crab. I've never in seen his, her. In his defense, it would I think be a you little. Have. Yeah. In his defense, oh, yeah. it would be a little concerning <laughs> if you didn't know the difference between the crab. Mr. Crab is a cartoon character. Mrs. Crabs is Jessica. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's because uh, there isn't. I, 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 there might be that I'm just not thinking of. Like I've had good seafood dishes, but yeah, they all usually are shrimp or scallop. But like a, yeah, a good or like seaf- salmon. Yeah, like, like I don't, I don't do, place? I don't do salmon at the restaurant. Because yeah. I'm like everybody has salmon, like yeah. if Fridays has has salmon, I'm not gonna have it. You know what I mean? It's too much salmon. I get it. Too much salmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the May Hall's Mahal's thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> salmon, say mo. We're just not gonna agree. Salmon. Salmon. Now, sorry, I I keep like literally like saying little stuff, but I really want to see hear a French guy say salmon. Would you like some salmon? So we have to find a French. I don't guy know if they say French. Quick. I don't know if French people say salmon like that. Probably not. Like salmon. I don't know where to find that a Frenchman. That sounds aggressive. Salmon. That's like, no, that's a German thing. <laughs> salmon! Yeah, you're getting, yeah. It's super German. Still European, but you're switching. Yeah, I'm switching. I mean, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of people that do, like, my favorite sushi place in the whole world is, is Ginkgo, and I know that they have mm-hmm. a lot of, they have a lot of things flown in, which, I mean, it costs money, you know, but... They're at a point in their existence where they can do that and run through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still haven't been able to get in there yet. Ah, you need to go. Get We've tried a couple of times. We oh. tried in the last couple of weeks to get into your place. It was pretty hard. Yeah. Unless I want to eat at 4 or 9.30. And we already know that I can't eat at 9.30 because I'm yeah. already asleep. <laughs> and I refuse to eat at 4 yet. I'm not that old. Well, yeah. we're not, the only day we're open at 4 is on Sundays. Okay. So everything else is 5 o'clock. Just shoot me a text. I'll get you in. Oh, I, I don't. You'd I don't plug. want to cut the line like that. Oh, too fucking late. It's not late. cutting the line. No, no. I, I just said that for the oh. recording. I'll 100 yeah. percent do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. See you tomorrow. Nice mic talk. Post production shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. After after we got you booked, I was like, I I want to get back in there and, yeah. and, and try like because you said you you changed the menu up. Yeah, we're actually changing. Uh, first week of April, we'll have a menu 28 coming out. I love that. I love that when places do that, like that, that they really do. Because I like consistency for sure. I think a lot of people do. Like they know they can get a good, you know, whatever, X dish at this place. And right. it's always consistently good. But the ones that are mixing it up, I think, really set themselves apart. Because it it almost like it revitalizes even your 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 normal basis interest. Like, oh, they're trying it. That Like LBM does that a lot too. Yeah, yeah. Where they change like every couple months and yep. we always want to go back and try and see what they what, what they do i like that a lot yeah i love i love uh, i love people that change the menu seasonally um, but i also go to places that have never changed the menu you know because I, I like that yep. so yeah. there's like there's two different consistencies like you know that you're gonna hit, like you walk in like for instance johnny mangoes like i know that i'm gonna have an amazing mango margarita there and then i'm gonna have amazing pad thai there 
And, like, that's what I go for. And a couple other things. But, like, I know it's always going to be the same freaking thing every time I go in. So that's consistent. But then you have places like us or LBM or even Flight that change the menu really often. Um, But they consistently have good shit. So you know that you're going to have, whether it's, you know, this, you know, one thing is different or everything is different. You know that you're going to have a really good fucking A, B, or C. Because mm-hmm. they've proven to be yeah. good every time. Yeah. What so is, that's the other side of consistency. What is the place by Johnny Mangoes that we always go to? Momocho? Lava Tea Triangle, yeah. Because yeah. every time, like Johnny Mang, go back to the marketing thing. Yeah. I just want to go into Johnny Mangoes. Yeah. I just do. I also like Buca de Beppo. <laughs> Buca de Beppo? Actually, I don't even know if I've ever eaten there. But I just <laughs> like it. I just like saying But I word. love seeing it. What's up, Simon at Buca de Beppo? Buca de Beppo. That in Italian could be the food place. I don't fucking know, but I love the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. I love the way Johnny Mango sounds. Yeah. It sounds all they have good pad thai. Yeah. Oh. I mean, everything they do is good because they've been doing it for twenty five years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh I used to, I worked there for a little bit and it was it was I mean, it was right when they first opened. It was freaking crazy. But it's the same recipe done the same way and it, it just speaks volumes that they can retain that information and do it on a daily and still be good you know yeah consistency's tough yeah, it is it, it really is i've had i've been to places recently where i used to like it in the past yep. and then my last experience ruined it for me yeah like that's, and a, that's i mean uh-huh. it's, I, i've been recently i've been to a place where like they had a changing of chefs and like right when the right when the new chef took over, I'm like, oh my god, this is so great. But you can tell like, like the energy is gone, or he, or that person is not um, educating or being strict about what needs to go out on a plate. Yeah. And um, it's unfortunate because like I think people just get kind of like, I don't want to say lazy, but kind of lazy about their job and like what they want to do, and. You're not going to have success. Yeah. Like, you think you can just, like, phone it in, write a menu, and walk away. That's not how it happens. I'm in my kitchen every single day that we're open. I'm doing a majority of the prep, you know, so everything stays consistent. You understand that your best now is not the best in 10 years. Correct. Yeah. Well, it's, A lot of people don't understand. People, some people just don't understand that in general. Well, but you can apply the same kind of saying to almost everything. It's that that kind of what have you done for me? You're only as good as your last meal. You're only as good as your last fight. You're only as good as your last game. Right. That's what people remember. People have very short-term memory. Yeah. Sadly, they do. You got to keep I've been better. to places I've been to places where sometimes I'm like, "All right, that wasn't as good, but because I like them so much and I've been there so many times and it's been proven to be good." I'm like, "Hey man, off night maybe or something happened, whatever, but And we all we all have those. Yeah. yeah that's there there's no there's second no getting around time, that. Though? Yeah. What's yeah. that? I said second or third time, the same thing. Yeah, happens. but then you. That's a problem. But then you remember, you're like, the, the, the second time, you're like, maybe this is just the way it is now. Maybe they have. And then, you know, people not knowing, you know, don't know. Most people don't know the ins and outs of who's running, who's the chef, who's owning as a new management. They don't know. Right. There's like two times in a row, it's not good. I don't really want to eat here anymore. They won't. Yeah. They and then they move back. on. There's yeah. so yeah. many options. There are. I mean, exactly. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's, that's the reality that we all have to live with is yeah. like, you have to throw down and keep it, you know, keep it good and keep it consistent. Otherwise, they're going to find somewhere else to eat. Yeah. It's, it's, again, yeah, it's, 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 there's, there's short term memory. And, and it's, it's, and again, I've, I've had plenty of places where I'm like, we should go back and try again because, yeah. you know, it's been so good. So we went back and it was fine and I really liked it. But 
Other times, like, it takes one or two times. Yeah. And not, like, places where I'm blown away that it's not very good. I, I, I kind of know what I'm going into. Yeah. yeah. You know, like... You have your expectations. Yes, yeah. very much. Yeah. But, like, if I'm going into a place like Salt, I'm like, this is going to be better than, you know, going Book to... Book Beppo. Easy. Speaking of Italians, it's that Rocky quote. <laughs> no matter how hard you get hit, you, you get up and keep moving forward. I That's a life thing. I couldn't understand anything you're saying. You keep yeah. moving forward. I actually forward. understood the Buga de Beppo more than I understood yeah. that. You I know, think you're, something about moving forward. I think he said something about. Yeah, it. it's it's uh it's uh it's I'm not how fu- hard you can I'm hit. With you. It's how hard you can get hit. Oh. And keep moving forward. Yeah, that's why he sounds like that. <laughs> yeah, from all because those he's fights. like, it's cool. I can take punches. Like, dude, you should focus on not getting yeah. punched. And he took some and real punches. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And those but fights. he talked like that before. Those he did. Yeah, yeah. he might just be stupid. <laughs> hey, easy, easy. Hey, <laughs> that's Sylvester Stallone from the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume I Two. Love, <laughs> I love his story too. I love his story so much. Oh, the Rocky story? Oh, well, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, sure, but I, I love his Rocky story. I mean, they were <laughs> yeah. his whole story. No, that's dumb. No, fuck that. Guy. No, we're talking about the fictional shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean the story of Rocky about how he was oh, trying yeah. to get it made. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, he, he was sold, being offered hundreds. He was getting offered his, hundreds of thousands dollars in the seventies. He sold his dog. Yeah. Wait, you're and talking. He, you're talking Rocky, not Sylvester won- Stallone. Sylvester Stallone wrote. They're pretty Rocky. much the same person. Yes. Yeah. And he was try- He was you know trying to sell it. And he had no money. He had to sell his dog. And then he sold the movie and then went and bought his dog back. The, There's the more thing, shit to it. There they was were, like, it was well, a they were, troubling. He but. wanted to play Rocky and everyone's <laughs> like, cool. no one knows who you are. Yeah. Everyone wanted to buy the we'll script. They knew the script was good, but they're like, but we want someone else, we literally want anyone else we to play Rocky. I'm going to play Rocky. It's me. He's like, but it's me, Buga de Beppo. You know what I'm like? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, that's where Buga de Beppo came from. Yeah. You're going to me about Buga de Beppo. That's what he said. But that's what it was. Like He was offered hundreds of thousands of dollars and this is again in like the late 70s which is millions now i right. mean and to to just give him the script and he's like no i i need to play the lead character and he held That's out me. and he held out and he held out and yeah. eventually they they caved and it became one of the most successful franchises of all yeah. time for sure <laughs> yeah outside the avengers and then and yeah. then draco <laughs> outside outside the avengers another he I is an it. avenger rocky or uh, Sylvester Stallone is an Avenger. Which he, one? He was in uh, the Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Two as a oh, Ravager. Right, right. And what? He, yeah. So he, he was it, in it. it he, yeah, he was like one of the garbage guys. Yeah, it was like it was like a backup, <laughs> backup. Like the you know the Guardians of the Galaxy. They were technically the old Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they were like, like the Ravagers. Wait, that was a. He was also in that movie, the old guy movie. Oh, uh, the the boxing movie. Yeah. Oh, with uh, uh, with uh, De Niro. Yeah, it was him and De Niro. Yeah, it was like a parody <laughs> of uh, what was the one De Niro was in? I forgot. I know Raging the, Bull. Raging yeah, Bull. it was it was like yeah. a parody of Raging Bull. And Robert Rocky De Niro starred in a parody of Raging Bull. Yeah. It was kind, kind of a parody. Of, kind of loosely, well, loosely. Kevin yes. Hart was in it too. It's and a parody. Like, <laughs> they, they parodied <laughs> Rocky and Raging Bull. I mean, it's not or satire. It's one of them, but uh, you, you've seen it. Yeah, it's, I, I would say. S- I mean, parody parody is like. I would say satire is probably a it's better. It's more of a satire. Like, okay, because yeah. parody, I think of like it's those a scary smart, movie it's movies. It's a smarter yeah. parody. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's yeah. a satire. What was it called? Oh, I can't remember. Fuck. It's like old, like the old guy. I don't know. Look it up. Like gr- uh, grumpy old men. No. It wasn't no, called, but... that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. 
Titanic. Grumpy old <laughs> Battle of the Fists. <laughs> Grumpy oh old goodness. men. Here, I'm looking it up right now. I'm fact checking. Oh, thank God. Um, so <laughs> I've never heard of this. Is it recent? It's like no. 2010, 10 ish. Okay. No, I am unaware of this movie. I'm it was not. Grudge Match in 2013. There it Grudge is. Match. Okay. Yeah. Kevin Hart, Robert De Niro, and Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, they shared it. They, yeah, it's the. Uh, oh, there was a couple other people in it, though, too. Uh, yeah? yeah, it was uh, um, De Niro, Stallone, Kevin Hart, Kim Bassinger. Oh. Was. Yeah, Kim Bassinger's <laughs> in it. Al Arkin. John Alan, Berthold. Alan, Alan Arkin. I, Alan right. Arkin. I, just, I thought it was Basinger. Why'd you call him Al? Do you know him? Could, no, no. Yeah, we're buddies. We go way back. Me and Al. Me and Al Arkin. Yeah. John Berthold, the Punisher's in it. Well, I just keep, you just keep going through all of it. Like, let's see, it's starring, uh, let's see, Bobby De Niro. I think I and, uh, Gasol <laughs> from Pau the 2011 <laughs> Lakers. It's crazy. <laughs> Michael you're Jackson's on, ghost is in it. This is, is crazy. You're, you're on good terms with all these actors, and you're just like shortening their names. Yeah. Like, what's that? Oh, Bob De Niro's in it. Yeah. 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 Bobby, you know Bobby the Brain Heenan. You know. I actually know that yeah. reference. <laughs> <laughs> Catch that reference. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a bad. It's not a bad movie. It's like. It's. I mean, with those people. I, like I can tell. Can it be, yeah. Can it be bad? <laughs> yeah, well, you're yeah, already looking. Like I mean, the magic face. between those three people alone. Well, you know, yeah. you're thinking of like three again. Those three. I'm like. How have I not heard of this? Yeah, no, it was like a sleeper. It was before like Kevin Hart like actually was Kevin Hart like it before was, he like broke out. You know what I mean? His well, stand up was if blowing it's 2013, up. Twenty thirteen, then yeah, probably before he started because he's I mean he's been arguably up. he's like the biggest comedian of all time now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's right before his movies started breaking out. Okay, yeah, because he did a lot. He Kevin Hart did a lot of. Sh- I don't know if you, you guys ever Kev, heard of. You mean Kev yeah, Hart. Kev Hart? Kev Hart. Yeah. He, he did Kev a, H. like he did a K-H. lot of H. K H. <laughs> Little Hardy Heart. Little Hardy Heart. Because he did like little stuff. I don't know if you guys know, like he did the Real Husbands of Hollywood show, which was like a BET show, which is like making fun of Real Housewives. Oh, the real, yeah. And it's like, but. Sounds about right. Yeah, but it's like, like Nick Cannon's in it. So it's like, it's oh, right. But you could tell, like, he was doing good stuff. Right before the divorce. But it, yeah, right before the divorce. <laughs> right before all the big movies. Right before he met The Rock. Like, oh, oh yeah. Because they just do movies together, and I, I'm not mad at it because no, they're all silly. They're fucking hilarious. Any excuse I to laugh not, at the rock? I don't rock. think I've seen a full movie that they're in. There is one scene where it's the it, where it is the rock and Kevin Hart. They're in a bar, and it's a bar fight scene. It's like three and a half minutes, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it has <laughs> to be that one where he's like an office guy, and uh, the rock is like CIA or is whatever. It Central intelligence. Yeah, I think that was okay. it. Yeah. the whole scene because the rock. The Rock has such good comedic timing. It's he's really, it's really, which is really like fun. weird to me. I get. I think it's from wrestling, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's he's so be. comfortable. Yeah. There's not a scenario where he's not going to be comfortable in because he can, he can do these over the top characters like crazy. But he's in a bar, and I remember this. It's a, it, it's a very funny scene where they're about to get in a fight, and like this guy's like yelling at him like, "Why don't you two go in the parking lot and jerk each other off?" <laughs> and the Rock's like, "That's a whole lot of homophobia." Yeah. <laughs> Very insecure man. I can't in good conscience leave this bar and jerk anyone off. <laughs> and the whole thing is just fun. Also, in the scene, The Rock is wearing this like very tight, light blue shirt with a unicorn on it. Oh, yeah. It makes no sense. But he's still but The Rock. It's so funny. But he's still like massive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, that was the one part that's a little unbelievable. That guy walks into a bar. I don't care what he's wearing. That is not the guy I pick a fight with. Yeah, yeah. but like, there's a lot of people that after having like 10 or 12 of these are 
like think they're seven feet tall. And I don't even need that many. Yeah. Honestly, I need like a half a Zima. And I'm like, <laughs> you want an arm wrestle, Zima! bitch? <laughs> Zima came back like four years ago. It did? Right, came back. Yeah, I discovered. That's long. when I that's when I had I had a Zima phase like way too late. And everyone's like, you're drinking Zima? I was like, yeah, dude, you could put candy in it. Like, we know. Yeah. yeah. We already did I drank that in high school. Yeah. yeah. I Jolly Rancher, it. right in that Zima. There was Jolly oh. Rancher. Yeah. Oh, we didn't do that. We just, you know. Well, you're not from Akron, straight. bro. Yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, what we did in Akron. I'm not, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Correct. It's an yeah. thing, man. This ain't Bay Village. Just an ag. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, we... <laughs> uh, what are some of your favorite places, like in Cleveland? Uh, well, I already talked about Ginkgo. Right. That's one of my favorite places. It's not like an everyday thing because it's really it's expensive, but I understand why. Um, I love Gusselman's. Uh, oh, yeah. Gunsel- yeah. Gunsel- yeah. Gunsel- Gunsel- sorry, Gunselman's. There's an N there, right? That place is great. I just, I love places that are just, they're just fucking good at what they do. You know, we were talking about, like, knowing your expectations. And that's, that's my thing. Like, if I go into, you know, Buca de Beppo, like, I know they're going to do mediocre Italian food. And I'm Buca okay with that. That's what I'm Slander, but whatever. It's fine. I'll edit Total that slander. out. Um, I go into, I go into Gunselman's and I know that, like, I'm going to get, the food is, I think the food is really fucking good there. Like, it's really great bar food. Great burgers. Great burgers, mm-hmm. great meatballs, like everything. And they have their booze is good and it's cheap. Sorry, inexpensive. Um, and like everybody, it's just like, it's so homey and family and like I love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, I go everywhere. I like, you know, I don't have like these certain places I just go. Um, there's too many places in the city that just stay to like a, a group. There's just too many. You can have ones you always kind of go back to. Right. But there's just too many places in the city to keep going to the same place like every week or even every two weeks. Yeah. There's I, so I, I want to explore more. I know there's a lot of restaurants that I haven't been to that have opened. Um, I mean, my mom and I go to lunch every Wednesday and we, we tend to go to either Don's Lighthouse, which is like the best. It's just. Yeah. People watching there is amazing. <laughs> like you sit, we sit in the bar area always and just like watch the the parade of you know older people uh, walk through and drink th- three or four martinis at you know eleven thirty in the morning. Drive home and yeah. I'm fine, God, I'm I mean fine. maybe it's, I'm fine. That's why I go to Porco. <laughs> yeah, right. Another another one. Oh, that's yeah. another crippler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never gone to Porco and not left much more. They call it not getting porcoed. Yeah, what is it? They call it getting porcoed. Yeah, I got super yeah. porcoed a couple yeah. months back. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, I love getting porcoed yeah. all the time over there. Same, always. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. I haven't been there in a long time. Uh, we Fat Cats is another one of my favorite places. I love to Fat go. Cats. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I mean, just throwing back to consistency. I know I can go in there and get really good fucking food, and yeah. that's where I that's where I tend to go. It doesn't have to be like over the top crazy. Um, I just I go for. You know, I know they're going to have good food or good specials or whatever. So that's where I, I tend to go, places like that. I was hoping it was going to be like, well, best steak, Harry Buffalo for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, margaritas, Applebee's. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with the Applebee's. I'm, I'm not throwing any shade. I just go there every blue moon, and I'm like, I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. We oh, go we, to a, we can't. So we go to a place around the corner from us called Si Senor's. Yeah. Um, oh, Si Senor's great. I uh, love their tacos. For, Fernando is a good friend of mine, and... Uh, we go there, and I know every time I go there, I'm going to get shit-faced on tequila. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's why sometimes we don't go, because if he's there, he's just going to just start free-pouring us. Oh, Jude, have you had this? I'm like, 
no, Fernando, I haven't had that. Oh, you got to try it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, like, you know, four or five <laughs> tequilas in, a couple of margaritas. But, you know, it's just around the yeah. corner. I got, like, five. <laughs> yeah. And I'm you don't gotta drive I can literally, home. like, hop the fence and, like, hop the tracks, the train tracks, and be in my backyard. I don't do that. But, like. There I are a couple places, I could. You could I turn could. into a 15-year-old all over again. Absolutely. Just go, I'm just going to run over Absolutely. I can do it, man. I can scale that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I have a couple. We have places like that where, like, there's never been a time, like, like I've never gone into El Carnicero and just, you know, had a meal and left. Like, I'm yeah. always just like, yeah, I know. The, and I, for some reason, I start having tequila discussions with the bartender. Like, yeah. I have any idea what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, the silver one's better. Do you want another one? I don't I don't know what you I want. I don't care about you or what you drink. Are you going to order or not? Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, awesome, man. This was great. I will have another one. <laughs> Can I get and your he, number? Yeah. He's like, that guy's back. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that drinks the silver. No, I love I love LC. Yeah. Eric, I've known Eric for a really long time. The place is um, good. That's it's a, so good. Yeah. They have so many awesome tequilas. You know, that's the food's what they great. do. I've had all of them. They, yeah, uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a, the other thing about Lakewood that I love is that there's there's a couple really good Mexican places. Yeah. Like within walking distance. Yeah. That's another reason why I just I just and I'll never go into downtown because stuff like that. I don't know where to go downtown for that. There's no Mexican. Is there downtown. any? No. There's any downtown. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think there are any either. Not that I can think of. I mean, there's four there's people Taco here. Bell we can't think of one. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, there right. used to be. Well, there used to be like no, never mind. Just kidding, nothing. Barrio, but I don't really think that's Mexican food. No, like that place. No, it's American Mexican. Yeah. It's not any of those things. <laughs> well, when you built no, they're no, an American no, 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 place no, no, using me. Mexican uh, Mexican foods to make Hold money. On, but is it here. though? I mean, like no. I mean, if you walk into a restaurant and they make you make your own food, like come up with it, I don't. I don't consider that a restaurant. A restaurant in general? It, like, okay. One of my, my hardest times, uh, and this is like really early in my cooking career, is my parents were living in Cincinnati, and I had gone down there to visit, and they took me to a melting pot. Do you guys want to know what a melting pot is? That's like <laughs> okay. a pot where you melt stuff. It's a fondue fucking restaurant. Okay? Oh, God, I hate fondue. So, they... oh, I took Carissa there for a birthday. <laughs> Like this, they're like twelve years ago. Because this was this that I, that was a trend back then. Yeah, though. It was and like we were living in Akron. Ago. Yeah, yeah, and we, it's and it's we, really cool. Yeah, if it you is. don't fucking cook for a living, okay. <laughs> so they they like mise en place all your shit. So they cut everything up for you, and everybody has to like find a common thing that they want to cook in, and they have this pot of whatever that is. So it's either broth or or oil or whatever. And you have to cook your own food and then eat it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking thing. Do you realize that I just ca- came off of an 80-hour week and I have to come to this fucking restaurant and cook my own food? Not acceptable. I was so mad. I was so mad. And yeah. I've never been to one since. Though if you do want to make your own food, I also recommend steak on a stone. Yeah. <laughs> Even me not being in the restaurant industry, sitting there and was like, this is fucking stupid, yeah. right? Yeah. They got me a hot rock. You know how many times I've touched that hot rock? Four. No. <laughs> I just don't get it. And I have to cook my own Korean steak. barbecue, that that to me is slightly more acceptable just because it's it's actually like yeah. traditional, some something traditional. There's something about it. There's like a... Um, I don't know. There's just like this thing about it that makes it okay. I'm yeah. fine with that. Okay. You know, they like, they actually put the meat on. You just have to take it off kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. 
So what you're saying so, is you go to Barrio all the time. Oh god, huge no. fan. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped. Uh, we've lived here. I just I can't. I don't want cold. I don't want a cold taco. No. You know, drinks, margaritas there yeah. are fucking tits, but like, I don't. I don't want cold tacos, and I, I just I can't I can't yeah. get behind that I idea. Think, I think I think our listeners can universally get behind not having cold tacos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I well, we probably only <laughs> nobody been there. wants a cold taco. <laughs> we probably only been there twice in like the seven years we've lived up here. Yeah. Um, the food's never been bad. Um, the people are nice. I think but, their ingredients are great. Yeah, but... it's just. It's too, it's too hard. Like, it's not so good that I want to wait an hour and a half. Right. To... I think it, there's a definite demographic that they're after, which is great. And they can go there all day long, and I'm totally fine with that. And I yeah. never have to go there. If there were seas and yours everywhere where there were barrios, people would have way better times. Because like, I had a good time. I just don't remember a lot of it. Correct. Because <laughs> I got fucked up, and I drove home. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Taco Bell. And then I went to Taco Bell after, just for some breakfast. That is true. All right. <laughs> Late at night. Barrio does have a demographic. It's it the, does. I mean, if you think, yeah. if you look at the people that, you it's know. It's the people that nothing, couldn't get a res nothing, at Town Hall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, we couldn't get in. What's the next best thing? Oh, my God. Barrio is, like, so cool. They have, like, these weird, oh like, God. skulls that I think an artist did. And, yeah. like, it was just great. Like, it, and then and then we made our own tacos. And I was like, I could own anything. Oh, I yeah. Like, to. Megan. Megan. Guess how many drinks I had, Megan? Yeah. Hey, and we're only 20. Five drinks, Megan. We're only 20. <laughs> we need it. Don't tell the bartender we're underage, Megan. <laughs> Megan! <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, no, here are IDs. Anyways, so like prom next week is going to be so weird, like, because I don't even like Brandon, but, like, he asked, and, like, I don't know, like, I'm friends with this sister. This is, like, a whole set. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone gets up, and she's like, Megan's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Megan's girl, you've been such, yelling out all night? Megan's like, yeah. such a whore. Yeah, she's Megan's such a been slut. a bitch ever since she made varsity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, varsity you're just to leave? Um, uh, now we're not going to tip, okay? Let's get out of here. Yeah. Good luck to you. Let's go, Megan. Yeah, that's relatable. You don't have, you don't have like. I mean, I'm sure someone named we, Megan has entered your restaurant. I'm sure. Uh, you don't get a lot of the uh, like suburb. Like we go to the city once every other week if we're we not going to around the corner. We don't get a lot of. I mean, we get a lot of different people in. Um, we've only had to kick out like a handful of people, that's and good. it's mostly because they're mistreating our staff. Like no. Just you don't rude come, assholes. You don't, you don't come into my house and, like, you know, kick my kid. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. That's that's the one thing that that I love about our restaurant is that, you know, there was this whole thing about the customer's always right for no. a long time. And, um, I mean, it was, I mean, I, I mean, it was a thing, but it was mostly for, like, you know, like a furniture store. Like, come yeah. on, or like a car. A grocery store or something yeah. like that. I'm like, it's not, it doesn't work in a restaurant. I mean, it just doesn't. When you're coming to my house where I'm cooking for you, it's my food. That's and, you're it. Give, and you're giving someone drinks, too. Yeah. You like, get drinks and you get food. And you, go, you don't get to tell me how I'm supposed to make it because I know way more about what I'm making than you do. Yeah. Um, and I don't come to your job and tell you how to do it and tell mm. you you suck. Yeah, I just don't. I won't do it. Even we could even say the customer is. We could say that the customer is always right. But if they're drinking, <laughs> I don't know a lot of people that are always right when they're drinking. Well, I mean, <laughs> fair know? enough. Literally, but like, never been wrong. But yeah. Al <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I don't. I would never assume that I knew more about podcasting than you guys. Yeah. Nor would I come down here and be like, um, 
this mic's in the wrong place and you're recording wrong. And can you like do it differently? Because yeah. I don't fucking know what you're doing. Oh, uh, we probably, one thing... we probably listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about restaurants in general is that everybody thinks that they know more than anybody else that works there. Totally. Not everybody, but there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of those people. people, you know, we all know I cook that, my own food at we home. All know, yeah, yeah. We all know that person yeah. that regardless of the scenario when they have feedback, right? <laughs> it mm-hmm. just doesn't matter. Yeah. They'll come in and be like, Oh, I don't want this. Well, that's not, that's not an option. We don't, we yeah. don't do substitutions. We don't do sauce on the side. We don't do any of that stuff. It's like, you come to eat my food, you come to eat my food. If you don't want to eat my food, get the fuck out. Like, yeah. right. I don't want to be that harsh, but like, that's kind of the underlying thing. Like I've gotten, to this point in my life and this point in my career where I feel like this is my food. These are my, these are my creations. This is my art. And you've come to see this art. You've come to eat this art. It's like going to a museum and like looking at that photo or that painting and go, "Mm, I really wish there was like a splash of green on it. No, you don't get to do that. Yeah. Like everything is composed in a certain way and it's all on purpose and everything makes sense in this dish. And it, I don't want it to be changed. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't like something in that dish, then get something else. I always ask, I always ask, because like the, there might be one ingredient in like the dish that I won't like for a restaurant. Mm-hmm. But instead of me just asking out, I usually ask the waiter yeah. or the server. I'm like, hey, so like, I don't like this. Is that, should, would you recommend just getting something else? And they know what I'm asking because a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people don't ask that. Right. Because they're like, oh, I just don't want that in, but I know that the people that made the menu, put certain tastes together Correct. to sell it because they, that's the best overall taste. And sometimes taking one thing out will affect the general taste. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's they, all they usually about, tell yeah. me something, get something new, try something that, because I was like, I understand. Okay, let me look at something else I like fully, you know? And then right. I have a good time. Because it's all about, it's all about like the structure of the dish. It's about mm-hmm. acidity and it's about texture and it's about salt and like all those things. And if you take one of those elements away, then it's not, what I wanted to taste like. Yeah. So then I'm not responsible for that plate anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you take something away that it was intentionally put there. Oh yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and then it goes to the table and the person doesn't like it. You know why? Because that thing that they don't like isn't there anymore. So then it becomes something totally different. They're not mad at your creation. They're mad at their own, but they don't know they're but mad at their own. But they'll blame me. They're, nah. they're mad yeah. at you. <laughs> they'll yeah. blame me. They'll yeah, blame the restaurant. We know, you know this, but a lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't, I don't think, <laughs> right. you know, because they'll, they'll blame you for it when right. they're the one that changed it. And right. they'll be like, it just wasn't my, I didn't like the taste. And I you're like, like well, it. you changed the taste. How did I know taste? Stadium Mustard was going to make this suck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so that, I mean, that's always a challenge with, I think that, you know, it was it was rough the first couple of years that we were open saying no to people. Yeah. Um, but they're used to it now. Our servers are used to it now. Yeah. That, you know, it's okay. Like, say no. Well, so, but what you just said, I think, makes the most sense. Like, and I think most, I think, reasonable, and I'm throwing that in there, reasonable people will understand that. Absolutely. If someone's like, well, we don't do that, the reason we don't do this is because the dishes are made specifically to, to, to elicit kind of this vibe or this taste. And when you change things, we want you to understand what the chef created. Right. W- when you're doing it this way, it's going to get, a, it's going to be a different out, you know, so it's, it's that's not going to taste why. as intended. It won't taste as good. Right. You know, I think right. it, just to try it the way it is, you're going to like it. Other people do. That's it. And I mean, like, I always want people just to try it. You know, like, I've turned so many more people onto beets that would never eat beets because they grew up with, like, 
canned beets or like boiled to death beets. Yeah, I mean they're mm-hmm. nature's mistake. Yeah, <laughs> easy. No, I'm just beets. kidding. I'm kidding. Celery um, is nature's mistake. <laughs> what? What is wrong with? You? Are you okay? You don't have celery and ranch. <laughs> what? No. You don't have celery and ranch. You're Nothing makes celery cheese. better. Nothing. Blue cheese, peanut butter. Come on. Yeah, Not peanut butter. I would just have the peanut butter. <laughs> just hand me the peanut butter. I'll Fair be fine. Enough. Do you, sorry, do you dip celery into hummus? What's that? Celery and hummus? No, I put carrots in hummus. Oh, but if they're celery, you're like, you don't fuck that, man. No, I just put my finger in the hummus. <laughs> I will buy the celery, celery questions. I hate celery. What happened to you when you were younger with celery? I don't know. Honestly, did the celery I man try to honestly, kidnap you asking for directions? Oh, did he have celery? I don't really remember anything prior to 17. <laughs> so something may happen. Interesting. <laughs> something with celery. I don't something know. I grew celery. up on a celery farm, but I don't really remember it. <laughs> it's not a crown of celery, is it? All right. It's just a block of celery. All right, Dwight. Something may happen. Beet farm. Um. But yeah, going back. Yeah. On track a little bit. Oh. <laughs> we do it's not that. really our thing. I know. It's fun. Same. I like being all over the place. But I mean, I, I feel like I want people to come for the experience. Yeah. You know, like I don't want people to just like come in, just, like fucking eat because they're hungry. I want people. I mean, I want that too. But I want people to come in because they're gonna get an experience. They're not going to a a bar and getting you know a hamburger or whatever. They're like coming for. Something different, you know, something that's a little bit, you know, higher brow or whatever you want to call it. And I just, I really don't want anybody to fuck with what I do. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be arrogant about it, but like I take, I take time coming up with this stuff and researching this stuff and, and getting these ingredients in to have this one plate. And I just, I just want to serve this one plate and I don't want you to come in and be like, mm, I don't like that, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, I think you've, I think you've earned the right at this point. I mean, you put in the time and you have a, a six-year successful restaurant that you can be a, a little arrogant. I don't think there's any. I don't think you can kind of do what you do without being a little bit arrogant because you have to kind of trust in, like, your process and sticking mm-hmm. with it and kind of sticking to your guns, like, in those scenarios yes. saying, hey, I know what I'm doing. You know how to eat. I know how to make food. Please just trust me on this. Correct. Yeah, so I, I don't and think like that the that's... Major- yeah, the majority of people get it. Yeah. I, I would say, like, 96% of the people understand what I'm doing and come yeah. back for that reason. And and I and I love that. I love when people get it. Like it's you know sure, when you get yeah. to, when you and we have an open kitchen. So I get to I get to see responses to food and responses to service and responses to drink and I love that, you know. Um it's like the one part of, you know, being in the restaurant business that I still love is like that instant gratification of like people enjoying being out, you know, enjoying having food, enjoying the company that they have and enjoying drinks, you know, that like makes all of it worth it, you know, at the end yep. of the day. I don't know if that's something that just happens when you get older too. Like where you, yeah, when, when you're younger, at least for me, like I didn't really, it's not that I didn't care where I ate, but eating was just a way to stop being hungry. Right. But now I, I think we do look for like that experience. Ramen noodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing There's wrong something with ramen in here, yeah. put something in here and the here goes away. Like that's yeah. what yeah. it was. But now it is an experience. Like if we're going to go out, you know, once a week to a restaurant, you know, the, again, that's why we're not because we don't like certain restaurants and we wouldn't want to go there every week. We're like, too many to try. I want to try a different one, and yeah. they're very, very different places that, you know, that that are that are that just have character. Like I, I guess I can liken it to like a like Black Hat Barbershop, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Hardwick. So yeah, he yeah. came on. He's an awesome guy. His barbershop is different. It's a barbershop. They do graded haircuts, but that's a different atmosphere. The whole place has a personality to Correct. it. It's yeah. an experience. 
you know, it's it's very, very, very different, and that's why people go back to it. Absolutely. And I think with places like yours and some of the other places that we mentioned too, it's similar. Not just the the the, the people that go there. Like you, like your 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 client base, but the new people that go there and then tell other people. I, I'm like a like a 44 year old Yelp. Like I love telling people about places <laughs> I think they yeah. should go. Like I love this place. You should go here. It's great because of this, because of this, because of this. You should try this. This was one I really really liked. Yeah. I think that's I, and I take people's word for that too when they tell me I should go somewhere else. Absolutely, and yeah. and, and I do too. And I um I mean word of mouth has always been like the best yeah. way to advertise. You know. Yeah. Uh, we've never taken out a dollar's worth of any advertising, um, which we're really for- fortunate because, you know, back in the day, we didn't have Instagram. We didn't have freaking Facebook. So yeah. you can do that kind of stuff now and, it, it, and, and, and be present in the market, you know, regardless. But before we even had an Instagram account, we just, like, made sure that everybody had a good experience, you know. That's all you can do. That's all Absolutely. what you should do. Absolutely. You should you build up a good client, like not only just clientele, but you you you, you make sure you take care of the people that are there first, and then yep. they'll show up. And again, the word of mouth is it's the most simple form of marketing that's Absolutely. free. Yeah, and it's, it's free marketing. It's been and around forever. <laughs> it's yeah, it's been around. It's never gonna die. Never word gonna of die. mouth is never gonna die, no. and it's usually gonna be the 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 best marketing anyway. Yeah. Because sure. you you don't have to you even ask you don't you don't have to tell people hey this is why I'm good instead you're just doing your thing and other people are like hey this place is good you show up yeah. yeah and I prefer that because I don't like oh yeah, yeah yeah I don't like talking about myself totally yeah um I like talking but I don't like talking about myself <laughs> if that makes any sense <laughs> no um, it does yeah but again I, I, especially I mean, with I, what yeah, you do I, yeah I think that you know I think that um, being a chef is um it's very ego driven for a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of people get into it for the wrong reasons. Um, and, you know, it's a hard job. You know, if you're not ready to work and stand for 10, 12 hours a day, then you shouldn't be in this, this position. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even at even after working in this, this job for as long as I have, I'm still standing for that long. It yeah. hasn't gotten any easier um, yeah. as far as that is concerned. You know, other places have, you know, as far as, like, being able to do what I want to do and, like, having carte blanche on, on my menu. I mean, that's definitely gotten easier. But um, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of chefs out there that, um, that, you know, just they don't want to do the work and it just bums me out because I know they have the talent. They just don't want to, they don't want to push themselves any further than they are. We mentioned that grind too. That can, that can probably take a toll and that can maybe make you slip or like you said, yeah. phone it in because it's been such a hard week or such a hard month. Oh, or, I mean, I've done it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I wake up every morning. I'm like, Oh my God, everything hurts. I don't want to do it anymore. Like oh, yeah. I've had surgery on my arm, my hands hurt, my legs hurt, my feet hurt, my back hurts. I've been that's that's not yeah. even the mental stress yeah. either. Yeah, that's exactly. just like, that's yeah. just like physical shit, you know? Yeah. And like, I haven't even started on my, the menu that's coming out in yeah. a week and a half. I'm like, I need to do that, but I procrastinate too much. But it's just like, you know, I just, I'm, I don't have, sometimes I just don't, I don't have the energy and I don't have, like, especially not being able to travel for, like, I usually travel a lot before yeah. I do a menu and, like, we just haven't been able to do that um, because that, of the, the restrictions yeah. and, and, and whatnot. And I didn't have a full kitchen staff for a while. It's good now, but... 
you know, that just, it just wanes on your energy and it wanes on your creativity. So it's just yeah. been really, it's like one of those moments where you're just like, ah, you know, like, I'm like, I'll think of it. I'll get there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I always try to like push myself to be better than the last one. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but, um, cause I only have a week. But, is, uh, is the travel part of like a kind of like inspiration or ideas, but when you're kind of redoing a menu? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. There's only so much inspiration you can get in Cleveland, right? Like, I love this town. I've been here my whole life for the most part. And there's 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 chefs that are doing amazing things, but like you have to you have to travel in order to see what everybody else is doing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I I never go on trends. I just like I go on flavor. I go on like what I want to do, what I can create, what I can get, you know. I try to be as seasonal as possible. I with all the purveyors that I use, I'm just like, what What will you have for the next 10 weeks? Give yeah. it to me, you know? <laughs> What's not going to be $1,000? Um, oh, and so wow. they like, you know, I didn't even really think about that. Yeah, I mean, like, <sighs> seafood right now. Like, pretty much everything fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah, you, you got to think about not just, you got to think about what's, not just what you want to do, but, what's even doable. I didn't even think about you that. Even have yeah. a, you have a whole budget but, but yeah. around I don't, I mean, like, ideas. I don't, it's not that I, I don't really care about budget so much as okay. I care about, um, availability. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. so. I mean, if I get something that's like super expensive, I'm just going to spread the cost over the whole menu. Yeah. yeah. So I'll raise something like a dollar, so yeah. I can have wagyu on the menu. Totally. Because I w- I want everything to remain under like twenty dollars or under. Like I don't have anything. I don't think I've ever had anything that's twenty dollars in the menu. Um, but I'm I'm rocking some wagyu right now, <laughs> which I could be charging a fuck ton more for. Yeah. But like I. I don't want to because I want people. I want people to be able to like enjoy it and experience it, and not like kill them with the price of it. Yeah. Um. So I just I you know I put a dollar here, I put a dollar here, and like just spread the cost over, the whole menu, and that makes it a little bit more, you know, easy to digest. You know, so to speak. No pun totally. intended. But um. Ah. Eh. But uh. <laughs> I'm really glad that you two are really getting close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I just want to, I want to continue to be able to do s- things like that. You know, like, of course there's going to be, I, I don't think that the, uh, the cost of things is going to go down anytime soon. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just about being able to get stuff. And sometimes someone like one of my, my purveyors will be like, oh yeah, we can get this, you know, grouper. And then like halfway through the menu, you're like, oh, we can't get this grouper anymore <laughs> because there was a fucking hurricane and like all the fish are dead, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, how do you like, how do you like pivot from that? You know? Yeah, wow. I didn't even think about, especially yeah. like, so if you're going to do, what do you maybe do like, a, like 10 weeks at a time or yeah, 15? 10 okay. Weeks, yeah. But yeah, like you have to really think about. Not... And it's a really short window. So sure, I'm like, yeah. I, I get pretty lucky on the most, uh, for the most of, of the things. The only thing that's like super volatile is, is seafood. Yeah. So I mean, I tend to go uh, with some farm raised stuff only because I know it's going to be it's it's going to be there. Like no nothing's going to affect it. Um, and the way that fish are being raised right now, uh, farm wise, is is a hell of a lot better than it was you know ten years ago. So I don't feel as bad. I love wild cut stuff, but you know like it wavers. Like one one week will be. You know, ten dollars, and the next week it'll be like twenty-two dollars. So, oh. it's not something that, and like with farmery stuff, it's same price yeah. every week. You know, it's consistent. It's very consistent. Well, I mean, the thing you're doing clearly works. I mean, again, six years. I know some people are like that's not that long. That's a long time in restaurant. Yeah, it's like twenty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like dog years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like dog years. Yeah. 
but uh, the, and it's not really gone. You're kind of an under the radar because you're not like. I mean, I I'd like you said you don't like to talk about yourself. You're not like yeah. a super big personality, boisterous. Here's all the great things I'm doing. No. You're getting a lot because of the word of mouth, and you've been open six years, and you've been up for that James Beard Award three times. Yeah, that's impressive. I mean, like I didn't know much about it until. I looked into it. That's yeah. a national award. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty insane. National means the whole country, Brian. The whole country, Brian. Yeah. Okay. All, like, all of Ohio. East Coast to West Coast. So, like, like, <laughs> so 50, all of, 50 states all yeah. have Afro Summit DZ and Cuyahoga County. Okay. <laughs> that's a and national yeah. award. Yeah, it's uh, it's such a it's such a weird and like it's such a weird thing. <laughs> and it's like I'm embarrassed right now, but um it's it's so cool. To be recognized on that level. Yeah. It's not something, and I, I, I say this all the time, it's not, like, I just, I, I do what I do. I work. I have a job. It's a, the longest job I ever, I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. I've been in a job for six years, which is, like, insane to me. Um, but it's just, like, I I work. I push myself. I'm my own worst critic, always. Um, I've just always wanted to be better than the last time. And, like, to get... To get recognition, like the first year, I was just like, "What's going on?" Like I've never what I I don't even know about this. Like I got a text from my friend that year that was like, "Congrats!" I'm like, "On what? What happened?" <laughs> and just sent me a screenshot of you know the the Great Lakes region. I'm like, "The fuck is going on?" And then that year, I was nominated with uh, Karen Small, which was one of my mentors. I used to work for her, which was great, you know. And then. I feel like there was like some like murmuring because it was kind of on the heels of the Me Too movement. So they're like, oh, we're just going to nominate a whole bunch of women, um, which was definitely kind of like the like subversive thing that was happening at that moment. And then I got nominated the, the following year. I was like, hey, it wasn't just that. It was there's something more to it. It was talent uh, and skill. Yeah, it was definitely school it wasn't a fluke um so that like i was just like okay there was like some validation you know even though i like wasn't even aware of it the first year second yeah. year i'm like now i'm aware of it so now i'm like look am i going to be nominated again mm -hmm. um but still not like i don't i don't even know how it works i don't know like who come like how how do you get nominated i have no idea and then like i don't i just don't understand and i'm fine with that Everybody's like, so how does it work? I'm like, I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, and I'm good. I'm good with not knowing because it's worked this far, and I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to stick with that and, and be fine with it. And then, you know, for the past two years, I didn't do it because of, obviously, the, the coronavirus and everything that was going on with restaurants in general. And so um, again, then again, I picked my mom up to go to a movie on Wednesday, and I get a text from a friend. They're like, congrats. I'm like, on what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Not even on my radar. I have no idea what's going on. And they're like, you got James Beard again. I'm like, no way. Like, nah. -uh. Yeah. And uh, I texted. Uh, no, I called my business partner. I was like, I got nominated again. She's like, freaking out. She's like, what? 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 Like, <laughs> way more excited than I was. I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm about to head into a movie with my mom, so um, I'll call you in a couple hours, but, uh, yeah, it seems like, it seems it seems legit. I don't know. And then uh, I get out of the movie, and it's just like, it just kind of, like, snowballed from there, but I mean, I mean, it's it's such a it's such a cool thing to happen, and never in my life of being a chef did I ever think that I would have 
that honor in and to be nominated three years in a, like, I call it three years in your row because I didn't do it for two years is really fucking amazing and really fucking weird at the same time. So that's a dynasty. I mean, you're winning championships. Chicago pretty, Bulls. It's, it's pretty cool. Well, it's you pretty know, cool. we talked about like, you know, y- you want to have like the consistency. Yeah. Like, I don't obviously I don't know how it works either, but clearly someone will keep going back and checking out your restaurant. Yeah. And they're like, hey. We were right to nominate last year, the year before. It's still really, really good. Yeah. Yep. Like, and they're switching it up. Like, that's that's impressive. That means that you know that that the the personality, the ambiance, whatever you want to call it, that sure. your your restaurant has on top of the really, really good food, is still there. And this prestigious award, you know, in the you know the 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 food culinary industry continues to recognize that. So, you know. I know it's cool. It may not be the, the thing you're striving for, yeah. but I think it does kind of give you not credibility, but I think it maybe gives you peace of mind that if you're trying to, to, to strive for consistency with everything and make sure that you're just doing the best you can, putting out the best you can, that you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, it does, it does speak to a lot of, you know, I think that like anybody that works in this business, especially chefs or pastry chefs or whatever, women in general that work in this business. Um, I think that, you know, getting something like this really boosts their confidence. You know, mm-hmm. like I've worked in the restaurant business for a really long time and I've had, you know, local accolades out the ass, you know, but when it comes to something like this, it's like nationally recognized. It's just like, okay, like I'm being seen on a totally different level than, than I'm used to. Yeah. And while that's a little nerve-wracking, you know, make you push yourself further, which I love, because um, I think that that kind of just makes you want to be better every single time. It's just it's different. It's it, it hits differently, yeah. you know, than than getting best chef from Cleveland Magazine or Scene Magazine or whatever accolades that want to get. I love that stuff too. You know, I had to fight out of the shadow of you know the Michael Simons and and people like that for years. Um, and to get to this point in my career has been, I mean, it's, it, it just really changes your perspective, you know, a lot on, on who you are as a human being and who you are as a chef and a restaurant owner and, and what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Everybody likes recognition, you know, every, and, and yeah, not, you're a fool if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everyone likes, especially if it's something that you really, really love yeah. doing. You know, like I mean, I don't want to be recognized for like falling on my face, and yeah. you know. Hey, you could do that too. I, I could top five, yeah. top five yeah. for sure. It's a good video on YouTube. It gets a remix. Yeah, yeah you know, like <laughs> I saw viral. Like uh, yeah. uh, the last. Uh, <laughs> now I'm getting paid a million dollars a year for. Yeah. Uh, but like, like that so last round, <laughs> last round in Scene Magazine, Brian was uh, nominated top five uh, uh, best local comics in Cleveland. Yeah. Like he hasn't brought it up since it happened, but you know. I know if You're I there. go to his room that there's yeah. a shrine there. It's just nothing but clippings everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's cool. All and that's something that Brian Keep it really, to myself. Yeah. But that's what Brian really likes doing. Yeah. He li- he loves, loves, loves doing comedy, loves doing sets. And for someone to take the time to kind of give him, you know, that, that, hey, man, we all like it we too. All, we, that's we've awesome. Seen, yeah. We've seen yes. you and... Like yeah. keep go like it's it, good it, validation. It, it, it's validation, like, like that, feels that, good. that is that that is the word of the day is validation. And like if you get recognized for something that you like doing, yeah, what whoever it's from, I mean it's like okay, you can keep doing it for a little bit longer. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And 
Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Here we go. And we're back. But yeah. it's just like, but but it's true. Like when you do something that's so heavily critiqued. Yes. I mean, comedy is like, oh my god. Like I so can't critiqued. even imagine. It, but like everybody knows, everybody thinks that they're funny, right? Yeah. But no, not, not everybody can get up on a stage and like deliver it and be Everyone good at it. Everyone thinks they can cook. Uh, Correct. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's it's. I mean, it's, it's it's <laughs> yeah. parallel for sure. Yeah. Um. I think yours is worse. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're funny. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So many people think they can do what you do. My, yes. my dad thought he was funny. My, was he? Everyone's dad thought <laughs> yeah. they were funny. No. My, my dad, mom is way funnier. My dad yeah. would tell a joke and laugh hysterically at it, and we're all just sitting there like, just ride this out. It's like the fifth yeah. time I've heard this in two weeks. <laughs> like, oh, this joke again? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, moms are actually more funny. Like, it's like the little things moms do. Yeah. Not not taking like not not jokes or anything, but just the little things yeah, moms do. For sure, little things dads do. They're probably funnier, but the things moms say are funnier. My, my dad mom was funny a, because my he mom's thought it was fucking funny. hilarious. <laughs> and like nobody thinks she is, but she's she's like one of those undercover, like snappy, sarcastic, like she'll get you. She's got some one-liners in there. She doesn't oh, yeah. even know her one-liners. Oh, my sisters are <laughs> cold. They're like snipers they're so cold some of the shit they say <laughs> and they're not trying to be funny but i find it very funny. serious <laughs> they say shit to people i'm like oh that's too much yeah <laughs> you're like oh you just like recoil a little bit oh you're like oh you shift in your seat you're like that was too yeah. much that was too much Uncomfortable. The, fun- anyway. the funniest people i think are the the everyday people that don't try to be funny that are just funny people yeah. But then when you watch them try to be funny, you're like, uh, no, just be yourself. <laughs> just be yourself. <laughs> I love the it. people that try to be funny. Yeah. They all laugh at their own jokes. It's just weird. Yeah. I still do that sometimes, I too. <laughs> but you're actually funny. <laughs> yeah, we all do. We all laugh at our own jokes. So uh, what do you have coming up? I, I know you, I know you have the like the like maybe like a nef- different like seafood concept. I know it's probably like not something that's going to be happening in a week or two. But do you have a timeline or just when it all comes together, it all comes together? Yeah, not really. No timelines, so to speak. Um, we're just like, we're happy to be out of, you know, the pandemic, so to speak. Like, I think we've recovered really well. Yeah. Um, we're lo- looking for, forward to, like, nicer weather and patio stuff. and. Yes, just... thanks for coming over in the dead of winter. <laughs> like, <laughs> what right. the fuck, man? Can we get a break? It's almost fucking April. Yeah, <laughs> it started snowing yesterday. I was, I woke up, I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. Like, it was like 60 degrees like four days ago. Yeah. Global warming. I saw someone, um, I saw someone wearing a tank top last week. Yeah. I yeah. was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, get, no, be, be comfy, but yeah. just know that you're just pissing me off. Yeah, you're ruining it for everybody. Yeah. You're the problem. You're the reason why it snowed today. Yeah, yesterday. he is. I blame Evan. <laughs> I blame Evan. I blame Evan. You yeah. call Look like an Evan. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad. I'm excited for for the stuff you've done, and and the the places like Salt. I, they're the one of the big reasons that like Cleveland, I think even Lakewood specifically, is such a cool place to live. Yeah. Because it, it's just it's inundated with places that are different. That's kind of like if you want to call it ours, you know, something like that. And uh, you're in a good community for it. I think. I think you're in a, good, a great city for it for sure. I still think again, it's a food and drink city, and it appreciates the people that. And the places that really kind of like knock those out every single day, and I mean, again, the awards, the 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 the, the consistency, the you know the the entering your sixth year in your sixth year, whatever it is, I mean that it shows that that it's that it's working and people like it, and I'm I'm happy for it. That's 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 really awesome. Yeah. Thanks, brother. And you got for the new sure. menu coming out too. Yeah, it you're working sh- on it. 
I haven't worked on it. I have one idea. Well, if you uh, say you're not working on it, but you're aware of it, that means you're working on it. Okay. Good <laughs> I know it has to be done. Uh, yeah, you, so you're working on it, <laughs> yeah. though. I'll have it I'll have it done in, like, the next couple days. Worst case scenario, oh, yeah. just download Buga de Beppo's menu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, just, like, lasagna. Yeah. I never yeah. thought of it. It's all... <laughs> but, like, just make this much. It's all Italian, and then pull pork sliders. Yeah. <laughs> and where can everybody find salt? Oh, we're in Lakewood. Store. We're in Lakewood, right next to the Beck Center. Our address is one seven six two five. I can't remember. I can't believe I remember that. Um, Detroit. Yeah. Road. Sorry, I said something stupid. I was like, in every no, grocery store. Every grocery store. <laughs> in every grocery store. Maybe and one every day. every grocery store. So stupid. I love making sauces, so you yeah. never know. Yeah. And you can find them on Instagram <laughs> everybody's too. Like, everybody's like, you should bottle this and sell it to grocery stores. I'm like, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. So no. Yeah, like, be, that's tougher. I'm like, do you want to yeah. buy some? You can buy it from me, but yeah. I don't want to sell it. In a Instead of going store, to Giant yeah. Eagle, why don't you just buy a bottle right now? Yeah, yeah. I'll sell you a bottle. You, need, you don't even need a middleman. Just do yeah. it right there. Yeah. yeah, it's like a little, it's like a sauce drug deal. Yeah, yeah. it's like a drug. <laughs> Meet me uh, out back. Well, definitely, <laughs> definitely check out Salt. Meet me definitely out back check the them out on Instagram too. You know, go to their website, everything. But uh, I highly recommend. Hopefully, I'll get in there sometime before four or or nine. Uh, in the next couple of weeks. You can't get there before nine. Or four, I mean. Well, I can get there. You just won't let me in. Correct. Okay, cool. You, can hang hang out, you, can you don't own the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Correct. We do not. Some people eat on the sidewalk now. <laughs> Still. That's actually been going on for a long time. Hey, yeah, I'm glad that's <laughs> Brian, not Brian, what do you got coming up? Uh, just those uh, secret shows. Um, every Saturday at 1130, go to com. You can okay. see when um, where the new location will be at. Uh, with new lineups, and then uh, after every lineup, we have uh, we also have uh, special drop-ins. Like we have people from Comedy Central drop in, and a lot of uh, like people from all over the country Anybody have dropped good? in. Yeah, they've been really good. We've had seven straight sold-out shows, and we've nice. had eight shows. So the first one was still packed; it just wasn't sold out. But we've had seven straight shows. What nights are they usually? Uh, Saturday nights at eleven thirty p.m. Okay. Yeah, they're late. They're late shows. You I'd... might have a new heckler. Oh hell yeah! No, come through. <laughs> I'll text you some heckles. I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Joe and Chris, are you guys going to come? They're like, no, we go to bed at like 8 p.m. <laughs> it's I got I'll come, I'll come in for like five minutes and be like, you suck! And yeah. then I'll leave. <laughs> I got tired when he sent me that. Salt, motherfucker! <laughs> salt of life! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just throwing salt. Throwing salt. I'll just bring a little box. Hey, this isn't a Jewish wedding. What are you doing? I don't know if they do it at the Jewish weddings. Throw salt? No, they no, they, uh, they break glass. Yeah. Never mind. Or just throw glass at us. No, no, that makes sense. They step sense. over the broom. They step over. Do they step over the broom? I don't know. Oh, they do I'm, something. They I do think something. so. They step over the glass and then they burn the New Testament. We can right? speculate. <laughs> and they Jesus burn the Christ. Jesus. Christ. The New Testament. This is all going to be taken out, right? <laughs> no, no, probably. <laughs> no. Anyway, I, I love thing. Jewish people. It's just a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, do we want to wrap up or speculate um, more on Judaism? I also. Uh, Any other Jewish jokes? Actually, I've I've read the First Testament before, so cool. No Not big Jewish. deal. Right. But also, I got the Dina show every month, the first Monday of the month. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's going to be fun. Cool. Very funny fun. bus? Uh, funny bus is coming back. Uh, yeah, it's coming back. So April 1st. Huh? And then April 1st at every Thursday or Friday through Sunday. I think we're having Thursday shows. Um, you Thursday shows now too. Yeah, funnybus.com. Funny uh, go to the Cleveland one. There's one in Charlotte, North Carolina too. So go to the Cleveland one. And, uh, don't you go could, to the Charlotte. Don't guys, go to the Charlotte, Charlotte one. one. Unless you're going, unless you live in Charlotte or you're going to Charlotte on a trip. Um, that makes more sense, yes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's me and uh, Julia O'Grady. I think there might be a few more comics in the future. Right now, it's just me and Julia. Um, 
yeah, and if you have if you want to get me on the tour, just message me and see what dates I'm doing. Um, and yeah, you could schedule private ones or do a public one. And yeah, bring your own booze. Private. Hour and a half. Go through Tremont, Cleveland. The Ohio private City. ones are where Brian just. You just give Brian he dresses rides up like a clown and juggles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I dress as I dress as a jester, <laughs> and I talk in a Shakespearean accent. It's wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, Funny Boss is coming back. So yeah, go funnybus.com. Dina's five dollars every month, every the first Monday of every month, and then the Secret Society shows every Saturday at eleven thirty p.m. All right. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, thanks again for coming in. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah, this thank was you. A lot of fun. Yeah. I like meeting new. Uh, you have anything coming up or? This is all I do. Oh, okay. Just yeah, sure. that's every response. Wanna... What about yeah. you, Joe? Nothing. <laughs> well, well, because you guys have things coming up. I'm like, well, I've worked tomorrow uh, <laughs> through, Friday. through Friday. Through <laughs> Friday, uh, <laughs> I might do some exercise. Really, yeah. just depends on how I feel. Take the dogs out. Uh, it depends on the weather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's my life. That's cool, though. And it's awesome. amazing, Carissa. It's the one I've always wanted. Twenty-year-old <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Did you just do the? Oh, Would she do the kiss thing? Yeah, that's sweet. Just let me know that she's into this too. Hell she yeah! Almost, she, I think she like that. Well, I mean, we'll work that out when you guys leave. Or she's like, roll that J right now. <laughs> roll that J. Yeah, she gave me the joint sign. She's like, I can't do another one. She's of trying these. to chief. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you. Vida. Bye.